The fastest goals. The experts' opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Truly incredible afternoon in the east end of Glasgow and it's finished Celtic 4, Rangers 0, Lange Postacoglu's men go 5 points clear at the top of the Scottish Premiership table after a dominant and convincing display they were good, Rangers weren't and that's what's led to this scoreline this afternoon we're building up to the 3 o'clock games we need to get your reaction after an outcome like that Charlie's a Rangers fan how does it feel being a Rangers fan right now Charlie? I've got it I never even watched the game I went away out the road and I come back down my wife told me we could beat 4 nothing. I couldn't believe it. I could believe it because the thing is we sell two class players. The two class players who would have been in that team today no way would they get beat 4 nothing. Bassey and Aribo. We, we got the money we were more interested in bringing the money and we need money but at the end of the day that's what's done it. And the thing is we as well just keen sell to the league now as far as I'm concerned. I can't Is the league over Discussion in 3rd of September Celtic last year Roger proved that Those conversations are daft But you would sympathise Why a Rangers fan Might feel that way tonight On the evidence of today Gordon You wonder where and how Celtic are going to drop Five points uh, And you would wonder Can that Rangers team Haul themselves off the floor And go on the type of Winning run That Celtic did last season To claim the title um, I don't really have an answer to either Because I couldn't tell you Where that Celtic team Will drop five or six points And looking at Rangers today And looking at the Rangers side That dropped points already At Easter Road And needed a comeback at Livingston And have huffed and puffed A couple of times um, You don't see them Going on that type of run either Who takes the blame for that today though? Charlie, if you're mentioning signings Is, is that the board's fault? Is it the manager's fault? What about you know the performance itself? The guys that are there on the pitch, how much blame do they need to take? Well, I blame the whole lot of them because I blame the board for the starters. Hey, they should have brought somebody in, two or three players in at least. They had the money. They've been talking about not having money and all this carry on. They've had the money to buy players. The thing is, the, the manager is only got the way he can do. As I said, he, he should have pushed it. He bounty I knew they were going to be under under power. You know what I mean? As I say, with they two players missing, I mean that's two class players, and 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 you're just getting in there and going like you're going lambs to the slaughter kind of thing. You know what I mean? So we got through we got through uh, uh, Europe and all the rest of it. Mm. But uh, as a Celtic supporter said the other night there, uh, we were lucky. Well, Jim Duffy, this is the start of the inquest because a result like that, the scattergun is going to come out. It's inevitable. This is just the beginning of it. Yeah, I mean, Roger, I think, said, um, you know, I think it was a half time that um, this Rangers team is currently weaker. And, and I think that's that's fair to say defensively. Um, you know, I think, but you've also got to put things in perspective in terms of, um, you know, Rangers qualifying for the for the Champions League group stages was a phenomenal achievement. And they've done that with this group of players. Um, but I, I do agree. I, I, the, the, I, I was majorly surprised, like many people, that they didn't strengthen. Um, I don't know how long... Um, the, the injuries that would be to, to Davis and, and Suter but you know, the, you know they, they definitely need strength in that area I, I personally feel they need a little bit more pace um, throughout the team either in the midfield areas and, and I know Sakala and Wright and stuff like that up front in the wide areas but certainly in the midfield areas um, I think they need you know a little bit more a bit more legs and energy at times Lawrence was a big miss as well who's injured um, so just 
you asked me at the very start of the show, um, you know, and I said, you know, Celtic's got a really healthy squad, but they've also got a very strong squad, talented, and, you know, even losing Kyogo today. So, I mean, that's their key player. So, I, th- I think it's too simple to just turn around and say, oh, Faribo and, and Bassi yeah. was there. Uh, I, I think Celtic were better in just about, well, in, in all departments um, today um, than, than Rangers were. That I said, they were switched on, they were, they were sharper, they were, as I said, uh, you know, more alert. Every aspect of the game really taking yeah. the game to Rangers whereas Rangers were you know couldn't catch a breath really uh, and ultimately as I said I think it was the quality of Celtic and the way they play the manner mm. and the style in which they play which was, was the difference not just the fact that there was there was one or two players yeah. but I do think Rangers should have strengthened absolutely yeah I mean Ro- Roger it doesn't mean that it has to be wrong cause, and it's not knee jerk either we've had loads of Rangers fans this week saying that, that Rangers should have strengthened and, and what's been happening with signings but also I mean, what, what about the guys that are there I mean just off the top of your head like James Tavernier is the captain has been great he'll have had a bad game today John Lundstrom's supposed to be this midfield enforcer that the Rangers fans love can he set the tone he couldn't do that Ryan Kent to be fair had some flashes first half Cholak's been in good goal scoring form You know, d- didn't do much today this will be a multifaceted problem surely for, for yeah, Rangers of today of course it was Rangers every player performed lamentably Today, as the Rangers fans at Collars will tell you this afternoon um, Bigger picture They haven't built on where they were at the end of last season They reached the European final And they won the Scottish Cup final And they should have built from a position of relative strength Now, the guys who have come in in the summer Cholak and Tillman showed up okay But if you're in a Rangers team The game you need to show up in more than any other Is a game against yep. Celtic It didn't do anything And they were hooked And they were the only ones of the summer signings even seen today uh, Thank you Charlie Jim is on the line Jim again how do you sum up how, how that feels to see your team lose like that today uh, Hi how you doing guys I will still kind of picking up the pieces you could debate it all day but all I'm hearing is lack of signings lack of signings lack of signings you can sign anybody you want but see if you're not going to turn up and show hunger and a desire to win the game you're still going to lose it and we showed nothing the day to desire to win that match and that's why we lost it there was nothing to do with a lack of new signings Fair point Mark Yeah thank you spot on I mean you looked at some of the Rangers players today you could see quite clearly on that the Celtic players were willing to run through brick walls you know when the ball went out of play they were sprinting to get the ball they were sprinting off the back of Rangers players numerous times couple of the goals you've seen in that Rangers right hand side people jogging back into position and Jim's right if you turn up like that at Celtic Park, you're going to get done. Um, you know, I'm going to bring some of the guys in as well. I know you've got other things on your mind, but but Fraser Wishart, that is a result that's going to send shockwaves through Scottish football, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think anybody really expected Rangers to be blown away the, the way they were, but I think all the comments have been made by the, the caller there and uh, by the guys who saw the game. I've just seen the goals, you know, and, and every one of them is a poor goal from a Rangers perspective. That shouldn't take away from, from Celtic, who, who were just terrific and... Uh, I think one of the, the differences is in, the, in that midfield area. You know, they've got guys like O'Reilly, like Hatati. They, they'll go in behind. They've got guys up front who'll go in behind, and Rangers just don't seem to have that. I mean, the amount of times, listen to you guys, and, and Cholak was up front on his own and turning and turning and turning, and nobody getting up beside him. But uh, if you come to Celtic Park and you, you, you're playing against Ange Postecoglou's team, it's what they do, and they must have been made aware before the game that Celtic play at such a high tempo, and they restart the game. The ball boys get the balls back very quickly, and, and for all the goals. 
obviously the first three goals they, they could have been stopped throw-ins and free kicks taken quickly by Celtic that, that's what they do it's an intensity and for the Rangers players like the first one there was a couple of players with their back to the guy taking the throw-in the third one you know, there was 2v1 in the, in the throwing area, so poor from Rangers' perspective, and, and they've got to recover quickly. You know, obviously Scattergun about today, uh, which has not been out for, for, a, for a wee while. It was all, all joy this time last weekend, but they've got some big games coming up, but they've got to play a lot better. But Celtic, Celtic are terrific. You know, they are a really, really good team, and, and the signs are certainly worrying for the rest of Scottish football. Celtic are going to be completely dominant. How does it work though, Jim? Because already we're only in early September and Rangers have done a lot of good things this season. Champions League qualification from the qualifiers is not easy. Those games against PSV and they're in there. So is this a a one-off really bad day that you think you can recover from or is this a sign that, that makes you worried about where this Rangers team goes? Um, I think it's maybe a kind of, maybe a kind of mental thing if we've gone to Parkhead rather than the bigger picture. Um, actually, before the game, I was kind of thinking, right, we've had big games to deal with this year. They've no, they've just had league games to uh, contend with. So I kind of thought we'd go in um, kind of established, you know, like set ourselves up, set our stall up well, and it just never harmed. And it was just a rerun uh, of last February, which actually got worse because it finished four. But it's early in the season, and we can hopefully just put it behind us. But um, it's, it's simply just no good enough for a Rangers side, it really, isn't it? Uh, I can understand the emotion Thank you Jim I'm going to try and fire through a few of these Because obviously It's not normal open line territory And we've got three o'clock games Two very angry Rangers fans In contrast Craig and Dennison's a Celtic fan How happy are you with what you saw Craig? How are we doing panel? Um, not as good as you I, I suspect am, Oh I'm absolutely brilliant I'll tell you right now That was phenomenal I can see it coming Because Celtic are just Free flowing Always scoring Never boring I know it's an old cliche But um, one thing I'll pick up on In 35 years in fallen Celtic This is potentially one of the best Celtic teams that I have seen um, Another thing I will pick up on In an old panel it was, What was it Kenny Miller said on the show the other night It was something to do with um, Gio having Angie's number I would just like to pick up on that and I know Kenny's not on the show today But I would like to get his thoughts on that What do you think panel? I think um yeah, I mean, he's not here, you're right I think the general point he was trying to make And by the way, I'm sure he'll hold his hands up and say it wasn't the case today Was that in the 3-0, Ange completely dominated And that he felt in the games that followed that last season It looked like Rangers had got to grips with it a bit more and had figured it out Now obviously that wasn't the case today And we'll get Kenny's thoughts on that at some point um, What do you make of Craig's point? He's a 35 years a Celtic fan and he's feeling pretty good about this current crop, Roger Yeah, they're going really well and there will be optimism, positivity, all of those type of words over the next 48, 72 hours with Real Madrid coming into town. If you're going to prepare for a game on your own patch against the reigning European champions, the best way to warm up for that's a 4-0 win against Rangers on the Saturday lunch time, Gordon. Um, there are obviously injury doubts over Kyogo and Carl Starfield, who went off, but Celtic, at the start of this season, having had a full pre-season under their belt, no European qualifiers to interrupt, when they went to Dingle on Wednesday night, it was a first midweek game, and you can see the fruits of their labours in the training mm. ground coming together. Craig, there was a spell, obviously, when Celtic were regularly beating Rangers convincingly. How does today compare to some of them? How does it rank? Oh, it's brilliant. Um, I think it's it, you can see that I don't think Celtic played particularly well. Um, I just think Rangers are are ve- they were very disappointing, to be honest with you. Um, I think there's there's a clear gap um, 
you can see that they've not done anything in the transfer window. Uh, we, we, we've obviously strengthened. Um, I think five points now ahead. I think Real Madrid. I think that's. I think we're going to beat them now, um, and I'm. Very, I, I'm actually quite confident of that. Um, so just, just the European champions, though, Craig. Oh well, I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, listen, I think of course they're European champions, but we, like the way that we are playing at the moment, I, I don't think anyone. Why should we be scared of anyone? You know, absolutely. And what a night it would be! Can you imagine it? You two will be on here. That's not me saying that mm. it won't happen. Just worth pointing out, they're quite good. So it'll be yeah. a, are you, are you, an interesting I, I test. Had, I hadn't heard. Gordon, are you extending the show on a Tuesday night? Yes, until eleven yeah. o'clock. Did yeah. I tell you two? We're delighted to be yeah, here. You look at you're both wearing team. black for the occasion today. <laughs> I see. Um, David, feel you know it's interesting when you think about those comparisons because Celtic fans have been lucky. If you're of a certain, you know, if you're a young Celtic fan, you've seen a lot of convincing wins over Rangers. There was a spell there, of course, where Rangers got the better of Celtic. Um, but those games were, in hindsight, against what was a a weaker Rangers team. This supposed to be a strong Rangers team, European finalists last year. Does that add even more to to the size of this result? Yeah, hundred percent, Gordon. I mean, there's always going to be comparisons, and look, this Celtic team this Celtic here is still in its infancy you know Ange Postacoglu has only been there for a year he thinks he's got a lot more many more levels to go up and everything so comparisons are maybe a bit early what I would say is I can't remember a more entertaining Celtic team in my lifetime to be perfectly honest with you I think the brand of football they play the pace they play at the desire if you've got the quality and the ability Celtic have added to the hunger and desire and you saw it at the kind of first three goals today that's a really potent mix and you know, comparisons are probably for a, a you know ten years down the line, but I think in terms of just entertainment and the brand of football is as good as I can remember seeing. Yep, quite the outcome this afternoon. We are building up to the three o'clock games, but of course it's tough to not react to that afternoon at Celtic Park. Celtic four Rangers now. We'll try and take more calls, and we'll build up to the other big games next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Been quite a Saturday. Celtic have beaten Rangers by four goals to nil in the east end of Glasgow. We are reacting to it. We're taking phone calls. We're also building up to the three o'clock games as well because every single team in the top flight plays today. It is a fantastic day of football ahead. And of course, depending who you support, it's either been a fantastic or a dreadful day so far. Archie is a Rangers fan. I feel like we kick off with the same question, Archie, because it's fresh after full time. How does it feel? What's the emotion going through you at the moment? Um. Emotion, um, rage, a bit of rage, a bit of, bit of shame, ashamed of the team, to be honest with you. Absolutely ashamed of that performance. Um, I just, angry, just disillusioned, to be honest with you. Um, I, just shocking. At, shocking. At, at what then, Archie? I mean, who, who's getting it the most from you? I know there'll be a temptation to, to blame a lot of people, but what, what makes you most angry, disillusioned, raging? I think I listened to the boy when he was talking about that. That you know, people sort of want to win the game, you know. And I think there was only one, one team that wanted to win the game. I think I've come on a few times, and, and I don't rate the manager first and foremost. And I think that the European one papered over the cracks at Rangers. I don't think we've improved whatsoever under his tenure. And I think I, I, I've spoken about ten times about this. James Tavernier is never a Rangers captain. He's a bottle merchant. Every time he plays against Celtic, he never shows up. We need leaders in the park. We need men in the park, and he's just a boy. We've no men in the park. You know, and I think the team is disjointed. I think we're out of balance. We're one-dimensional. We're boring. There's no creativity. We're just lacking in every single department. It's just like, I don't know. We're just a mess. The whole team's a mess. And I think it 
goes back to the manager, to be honest with you, um, and the captain. You know, if, if he's not leading the part, then he's meant to be an example for everybody else. Do you know what I mean? And, and he's no doing it. He just balls every time he plays against Celtic. Can you see a European run to the final with papers over the cracks, Archie? I mean, I know what you mean, but ultimately... It's not like you just win a game and you fluke it. You know that, that's that's a serious achievement, is it not? That Giovanni van Bronckhorst and James Tavernier play a part in. I don't know. I, I, mean, I think you know when you look at even like Ryan Kent and stuff. There's a lot of players in the Rangers. I think when, when it comes to you know the European run, playing the big games. You know a lot of them. Um, you know when it came to Europe, they, they became different players. You know, it was like a different, um, a different drive and a different focus. But your bread and butter at home, it just seems to be. Um, when you need to dig in, it's just like it's like a different animal, you know. When we're playing the league, um, all the games last season, um, I think it was about five six games. We, we dropped points, you know, about five out of six games, which ultimately lost the league, you know. And um, I just think you, you need that captain and that manager to. See, I'm old school. I like a, I like a manager with a bit of presence, something that you know you're you're, you're a bit frightened of the manager, you know, and and even the captain. And I think the two of them haven't got that. And I think you know like a Barry Ferguson and Alan Gray, these kind of guys that are Terry Butcher. Know, drive the team forward with the scruff of the neck and I just think they've just not got that and I, I think that's what Rangers are lacking just leaders leading as a manager and a leader as a, as a captain here's the, th- here's the thing Archie right you mentioned European which is interesting because the, the confident Rangers fans that we had on during the week they said this will be more like a European game because Celtic won't sit in and that will leave gaps and we can exploit those gaps because we do it in Europe why did that not happen today? Because I just think we've, I think we've been fortunate. I think we were, you know, I think we we're fortunate against that Union team. They, 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 I mean, they beat us two nothing. I think we were fortunate against PSV. To be honest with you, um, I just think Celtic are a lot better side than PSV and that Union team. I, I just think we're delusional. You know, it's, we've no improved. We're just we've not no evolved. When we won the league. You know, we won that Scottish Cup because Hearts never turned up. You know, and I, I just think that I think the managers not got it. To be honest with you, I don't think you know, we've identity. That's the word I'm looking for. It looks as if we've near identity and we just seem all over the place. All our defenders are, are injured. Um Barisic again was horrific. Um like the last time it parked. The whole team just looks disjointed. Um, you know, and the goalkeeper I don't know. I don't know if the players are only playing to the manager. I, I really don't know. You know, I, I really don't but there's something there's something no right, Ibrooks. It's just there's something missing and I can't figure out why that manager wouldn't buy at least one creative midfielder. We've got all these same midfielders they're either cropped or boring. You know, Kamara, you know, Lundstrom, they're just, they're just one-dimensional. We need a bit of spark in the team and we've just no go to it. There's, just, there's no one player in the Rangers team for me that lifts, you know, bums off seats that gets people excited. Scathing yeah. stuff from Archie. I'll need to leave it there, Archie, but we can certainly all sense how you're feeling. Um, and that's an understatement. Let's quickly ground the rest of the games and get a recap of team news. The One of the super scoreboard derbies is Motherwell Dundee United. Gabriel? Yeah, as I said, it's two unchanged teams here. We'll start with the hosts. It's 4-3-3 for Stevie Hamill's men. Liam Kelly in goal. Paul McGinn, Sondre Sohom, Johansson, Ricky Lamy, Matt Penny in the back four. Sean Goss, Calm Slattery and Ross Tierney in the midfield with Blair Spittle, Kevin Van Veen and Joel Effort up top. Uh, it's fifth place Motherwell against bottom of the table. United, as I said, and United still managerless. Scott Fox is in charge of the team today. He is unchanged as well. It's a 5-3-2 formation. Carl Johan Eriksson in goal. A back five from Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Ross Graham, Charlie Mulgrew, Aziz Behic, Ian Harks, Dylan Levitt and Jamie McGrath in the midfield three with Tony Watt and Stephen Fletcher up front. The referee here in Lanarkshire, Craig Napier. Uh, looking forward to that one, obviously. Livingston Hearts, David Friel. 
Yeah, Gordon Living a run of three successive defeats. A bit of a difficult period. It's unlike David Martindale's side. He's only made one change. James Penrice comes into the midfield. So it's Jamal George in goals. Nicky Devlin, Sean Kelly, Ayobalai and Christian Montano at the back. Stefano Mionga, Jason Holt and James Penrice in the middle. With Ismael Kincalves and Scott Pippen behind Joel Nubley. Subs are Hamilton, Longridge, Brandon, Bitsindu, Kanka, Kelly, Bahambula, Penrice and Guthrie. As for Hearts, they've got the Europa League on Thursday. They've got a lot of injuries. Robbie Nielsen completely juggling his squad so today they go 4-2-3-1 take Gordon in goals back four of Toby Sibic Lewis Nielsen Stephen Kingsley and Alec Cochran Cammy Devlin and Andy Halliday anchor in the midfield GMS George Grant and Barry Mackay and behind new boy Stephen Humphreys who only signed on one from Wigan on deadline day subs for hearts are Stuart Michael Smith Herring Shanklin Forrest Henderson Connor Smith and Josh Janelli and Willie Collum is ref here uh, looking forward to the battle of the Saints as well Fraser Wishart yeah, last season, 2 0 nils. A 2 1 win for St Mirren and Paisley, and a 1 0 win for St Mirren in April here at Medemid Park. And apparently, that was the first goal at Medemid Park St Mirren had scored since 2014, thanks to James, the St Mirren media guy, for, for that fact. So, I don't expect a lot of goals here today, despite the fact that they have Nicky Clark in for his first game since he signed for St Johnson. Montgomery also comes in. Brown and Phillips drop to the bench. Jeremy Matthews in goals. Back three Ryan McGowan, Alex Mitchell, and Andy Considine. Midfield four Dre Wright, Melker Halberg. Graham Carey and Adam Montgomery with Jimmy Murphy behind Stevie May and Nicky Clark. Parish Kucharavi, Gordon Crawford, Phillips, Bayer, O'Halloran, the other new signing, Conor McLennan and Jason Brown on the bench. Not surprisingly, Saints unchanged after three wins and three clean sheets. 3-5-2 formation, Trevor Carson and goals. Marcus Fraser, Declan Gallagher and Charles Dunn at the back. Across the middle, Ryan Strain, Keanu Bacchus, Ethan Erehon, Mark O'Hara and Richard Tate. And up front, the pairing of Curtis Main and Jonah Ayunga. Urminski, Shaughnessy, Tanzer, Gogic, Flynn, Kilty, Henderson, Greve and Brophy on the bench on the ref today at McDermott Park is Colin Stephen. Uh, Steve Cowan's looking ahead to Hibs Kilmarnock. Gordon, yes, uh, Hibs without the manager Lee Johnson today uh, through illness, so it's uh, his assistant Jamie McAllister that takes over. They lost 1-0 to Simon last week and they've made two changes to that team. Uh, Doyle Hayes and Doyge are out, in come Kenny and Henderson, so Hibs go with Marshall and goal. A back four of Cadden, Porteous, Hanlon and Cabraja. Midfield four of Henderson, Kenny, Newell and Campbell. And Boyle and Neon up front. Subs are Schofield, Miller, Doyle Hayes, Jaya, Stevenson, Boyang, McCurdy, McGregor and Fish. Kamarnock come here in good form. Obviously beating Hearts 1-0 in the League Cup during the week. Dent McInnes makes two changes to that team as well. Out goes Donnelly and McKenzie. And in comes Shot and Power. So Kamarnock start with Walker and goal. A back three of Wright, Taylor and Mayo. Midfield four of Crescent, Alibayasu, Power and Polworth. And a front three of Armstrong, Cameron and Shaw. Subs are Woods, Stokes, McKenzie, Sanders, Murray, Lyons, McEnroy, Satowo and Lafferty. And today's match referee is John Beaton. Dave Galloway, what about Ross County, Aberdeen? Well, Ross County go into this one on the back of five defeats in six games, but that doesn't tell the whole story, Gordon, as they faced Celtic twice, Rangers and Hearts. Aberdeen come here having built up good momentum. They've won four of their five games since losing to Celtic. So County will start with Laidlaw in goals. At the back, Johnson, Baldwin, Jacobiti and Perrington. The sitters, Tilson and Kinkola, with Danda, Callaghan and Hewula further forward. White leads the line. The subs, Eastwoods, uh, Eastwood, Uwura, Samuel, Sims, Loturi, Watson, Olegbi, Akio and 
Payton. As for Aberdeen, uh, they have Ruse in goals across the back. Richardson, Stewart, Scales and Coulson. Ramadani and McCrory sitting in front of the back four. Then the more attacking uh, Clarkson, Bissouin and Hayes further forward with Mayovsky, the centre forward, the focal point of the attack. The subs for the Dons, Lewis, McKenzie, Morris, Lopez, Watkins, Polvara, Duncan, Milne and Kennedy. And the referee, Kevin Clancy. What a day of football it's been already And hopefully that's just the start We've got five big games kicking off at three Should be a fantastic afternoon And we'll get them underway next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's been quite the afternoon already Celtic have beaten Rangers by four goals to nil Roger Hanna, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds and now attention turns to the three o'clock games because we've got five of them as well and lots to play for up and down the country. So we'll take you through that. Of course, we'll have all the usual and we will try and squeeze some calls in as the afternoon goes on. It'll be foot to the floor, open line at five o'clock as it always is. But keep the calls coming. We'll try and take some throughout the course of the afternoon and reflect how everyone's feeling out there because I think that's uh, important as well. But you were all fairly mm. poor Mark Wilson you said 3-1 oh, yeah, Celtic yeah. you were closest Gordon, I just ask a quick question have we said goodbye to Jim at Celtic Park he's probably still just hanging on there <laughs> yeah, he, he, he will sympathise how busy has this been we've got a lot going on it's freezing if I've got what do you mean it's freezing it's about 15 degrees <laughs> he's got his hat on Jim a, a hard yeah. man like you from Mary Hill he thinks you're freezing in 15 degrees seriously sitting here with shorts and a t-shirt on <laughs> <laughs> You forgot about him, didn't you? Not at all. <laughs> hey, listen, have you seen him this week? Oh, You've yeah. seen him. I told Mark. You seen him, Mark? Uh, no. Have you still got it, Jim? No, no. No, he ditched it. He's yeah. come in here on Wednesday, Mark, to Thursday, or whatever night he was. Uh, we white goatee, spitting image of Mike from Breaking oh. Bad. That's who I told you I couldn't remember the name. Image. Anyway. And did you shave it off because uh, of these yeah. guys? People started handing me vouchers and <laughs> coins and things like that. You, you know, so no, I was uh, I, I was a bit scruffy, but you know, I liked listen, it. I liked yeah, well, it. Yeah, you did shoot it, Jim. You did shoot it. Anyway, what about the game today? Now that the the sort of calm, if you like, starts to set back in, um, how do you reflect on it, Jim? Before we send you up the road. To, to be honest, it was just a, a game that Celtic thoroughly deserved to win. You mean with a better team and uh, in all aspects. And I think that listen, you can be unlucky sometimes. Sometimes in these games, in particular, you know, there's there's debatable referee calls and all these sort of things. But just overall, I think that uh, Celtic, um, you know, t- totally controlled the game, the tempo of the game. Rangers, I think, uh, you know, a little bit, as I said to you, you know, looked as if they were surprised, which they shouldn't have been. But, you know, if you go and play into Celtic's hands, which they did do, they, you know, they played balls into the particularly early part of the game, into that middle of the pitch where Celtic were ratting round them, two and three players all the time, nicking the ball off them, keeping them on the back foot. And then, as we've said before, the ball kids all around the ground, sprinting to get the ball on Celtic, taking things quickly. And it just literally, Rangers looked spooked to start with. And then by the time, the time they kind of got a breather and started past the ball a little bit, the game was gone. They were 2 nothing down by that time and eventually 3-4. and four. So, you know, overall, a fantastic Celtic performance. Um, I, I, I don't agree. I think one of the Celtic course, Wondell around said they didn't think the team played that well. I thought Celtic were terrific and, uh, and, and you know, just, just looked in com- complete control and really super confident. Uh, and Rangers, you know, just, just were all over the place and uh, they'll have to regroup before um, the Champions League uh, match during the week because, you know, they'll have to clear their heads and, 
you know, try and try and shake this one off. But it won't be easy because the calls will be coming thick and fast. The criticism will be there for him. Uh, there'll be big decisions to make. Does he bring Alan McGregor back? I think it's going to be the number one call he's going to have to make for Giovanni Van Broekhorst. As for Celtic, it's just strength and depth, and they just go from from strength to strength, and they just seem to get better and better. And I don't know how many goals have scored so far this season, Gordon. But I thought is that is that 17 in in, in, the, in the last. Um, uh, I think they're yeah, well, 25 in the league now 25 yeah, in mean, the league I mean it's just the, the early September I mean it's just extraordinary and it's a, it's a joy to watch listen if you if you love your football and you want to be entertained you watch Celtic simple as that enjoy the trip home we were just being kind to you letting the traffic clear that's all it was thank you very much cheers Good guys man. enjoy great, the rest of the show great to have Jim Duffy on the show from Celtic Park impressed obviously by what he saw from Celtic uh, not so much with the Rangers' performance. Goals are raining in down the divisions. Elgin City won, Bonnie Rig Rose nil, Brian Cameron. Stenier won up against Stranra. Then we've got Scots scoring down south. Callum Hendry, son of Colin. Salford won, Crawley nil. Scott Fraser, he's Scottish as well. Uh, for Charlton against Bolton. So it really is all happening. Um, a 30-yarder 30, a 30 from Johnny Hayes has been parried away by Laidlaw. Humphreys, new heart signing a volley at the back post. Then he clears the stand with it. Not hard to clear the Tony Macaroni stand, is it? It's not the biggest, but there we go. Um, and lively start at Fir Park. Mother will probably shading it. They got a free kick in a dangerous. Pl- did Jamie McGrath get booked? Yeah, he did a very early booking. Um, Tony Watt, he'll get a nice reception, I'm sure, from the Mother fans. And his old teammate, Sondry Solholm, just sticks his head in the back of Tony Watt's head. Uh, he's getting booed every time he goes near the ball. Speaking <laughs> of a good re- uh, reception from the Motherwell fans, Louis Mole, oh. I believe, presented to the Motherwell fans again before kick-off this afternoon at the return of the prodigal son. King Louis, that's what they yeah, call him. Yeah, did, they, did, they, did they milk it a bit? Yeah, of course, and that's what you do. You've got to milk it, Gordon. It doesn't last long, has Mark? Yeah, if Mark for ever get a reception like that? No, but I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about... <laughs> you having to go at me for as well? I'm just talking about... Let's back from listen, the holidays into this. Listen, you've got, you've got to milk it. I mean, I know players who hung up their boots 25, 30 years ago and they're still dining out in it. They're getting fed for nothing. They're getting half-priced putters around the country. Oh, don't, don't, we don't talk about that, please. <laughs> That's even below by his standards. Um... How was the holiday, by the way? Oh, fantastic. Loved it. How yeah. was it medieval night? <laughs> oh, full of action. Yeah, full of <laughs> action. Never really a dull moment. Standing next yeah. to a horse. Knights everywhere and uh, battles. Did and you was... really have to go out, though, with the, the sort of chainmail top on, though? Like, your nipples <laughs> on show? I thought, that was taking it, I thought that was taking it too far. Did far you for get, me, personally, in the evenings. Did you get hold of the jousting pole? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, any... <laughs> bearing in mind your anything. responsibility on this show, yeah. As a role model for young children, uh, any comment to make about the time the news team tried to call you for a comment on Jack Ross being oh. sacked and you were not fit to take the comment? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve o'clock in the day. I was happy. Uh, I, I was happy. I were in uh, the pina yeah. coladas. No, were no, 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 feeling, no, no. no. So. I said, bear in mind your responsibilities. Oh. So please drink responsibly. Yeah, yeah, you just too much sugar. Yeah, that was it. Thanks, hyper. And too uh, much sun. He's very red in his face oh. Do you know what it is I actually didn't realise it I thought He doesn't look too red in the face And during one of the breaks You went and sat down over there You sort of came out of the light a bit And I looked at mm. you And wow He has been in Tenerife oh, yeah. I'm okay huh? You're creamed up this time oh, Tattoos have lit right up Look at, look at them They're looking great <laughs> Right anyway Roger Hanna No pressure Don't mess oh. this up now Right Because you're in mic oh. position one As they call it Which means it's your job To deliver this today the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. 
Here is the first half teaser Sir Hugh Keevens has graciously left his glasses for me to read this this afternoon And I think it's doable for this pair of former old firm men Since season 1999-2000 Seven players, that's seven players Have scored in an old firm match And have a first and second name Which start with the same letter Now one of the answers is what the player is best known as Not his actual given birth name Wow, give us that again Since season 99-2000 Seven players have scored in an old firm match And their first and second names Start with the same letter And one of the answers Is what the player was best known as Not his actual given birth Mm, name There's a wee clue for you Yeah, a wee clue There was a big Mm. chance for Motherwell actually It was a ball over the top Uh, Was it Spittle that raced onto it? Yeah, But the, the, the shot was a bit tame and uh, saved by the Dundee United yeah. keeper um, Alloa have taken a lead at Clyde Bradley Roden with the goal there in 6 minutes So the way that first half teaser works right You've heard the question If you think you know the answers Head over to at Clyde SSB on Twitter Answer it there Put as many correct answers as you can on one tweet And it's really a race against everyone else So you're trying to, to beat them to the correct answers So send it over at Clyde SSB You can also see the question uh, written down there as well Are we off to a good start Roger? I'm not sure Jota Jota is an answer. No, no, no. But you have a look. Remember, listen, Mark has got to be teamwork. Mm-hmm. You take the team out of teamwork, it only becomes work. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? In the nicest way possible. Do you know what's bad about this? It's bad enough that you've started this season mysteriously delivering inspirational quotes. But that's actually, that's a bad one. That's it. He's now... Motivational. Give that again. Take the... Team out of teamwork, it becomes work. It only becomes work. (laughs) Scraping the barrel. (laughs) Scraping the barrel. I don't think we'll have Clintons on the phone at any point soon. The amount of people, honestly, in Tenerife, that said they listen to this show as well on a Saturday from that (laughs) level of nonsense. (laughs) He's all, he's ruining people's he's holidays. All, he's had a bad day today, obviously. Don't mention it. You know what? I just hope because like, I'm not. I'm not as big a deal as you guys. You guys no. are famous everywhere you go. So you need to. You need oh, to watch. You, you need got, to watch what you do. Well, he got a lovely compliment letter put on his car about his parking. You need today. to watch what you do. This is fine parking. But I hope <laughs> the I hope the parking attendant that I spent twenty minutes having a polite <laughs> debate with this morning isn't listening because he wouldn't know it was me. I can go. Under the radar, you three are, are you three are, are big big names. Does yeah. does yeah. this, is, this is what happens when he abandons the new car school? Exactly, mate. I no, was no the new one. I abandoned him today. I've dropped him like hot potato after one week. We travelled oh separately God. today. I couldn't do it to you again after last week. See that look in your face? You were like, I was distraught. Like it, was like it was a bad weekend for me last. Sad puppy. Hmm. Those puppy dog eyes when I arrived with Roger Hanna, yeah. and I thought, oh, hold on a minute. We've had a red card already. At Easter Road And it's Ash Taylor Match winner for Kilmarnock last week The skipper And he's been sent off Ten minutes in For Kilmarnock At Easter Road That's a A severe blow for Derek McInnes' men He's he's one of the players that he relies on Good experience pro Can he be losing a player in ten minutes? I wonder what it was for then Seriously play but He's also proved very valuable in the opposition box yeah. so far this yeah. season you know when you consider the, the late equaliser against Dundee United in the first yeah, weekend yeah. Mm-hmm. the late goal against Motherwell last weekend it sort of turned the game in, in Kilmarnock's favour um, that's a big blow for Derek but chance for Hearts George Grant's sublime pass from Barry Mackay you'll be delighted to hear Gordon another of your favourites yeah he's um, my Hearts one but he's fired wide not, not Andy Halliday no 
Uh, no, no, Handy, no, I, he doesn't play enough for me. Um, he's good at being the pundit. At the, at the or is he? Well, I think he's cheating. Is he really? Yeah. What did happened you, this did week? Did you hear my section, section Tuesday? No, I didn't. No. I was you lost on Thursday, night. though? Tuesday. I was unfortunate. as good as your last game. I was unfortunate Thursday. Yeah, uh, Haldi's lost two of his three games this season and ah. he's bottom of the table. I, d- I must admit, I'm going to need to contact Black Arthur. I don't think Monday can go on his record. Why? Because it was a shambles from start to finish. The collar cut off halfway through. Oh. Still we had to get a new collar on. Then there was the debate about does this new collar know what the start the questions are at the start? We then went to the tiebreaker and Andy lost, but there's even a suggestion that I, m- I miscounted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. yeah. gone. Oh. oh, hold on a minute. Ash Taylor's been sent off in the game at Easter Road. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And the 10 man disadvantage is already starting to tell. It's Hibbs 1, Kilmar McNeil, Joe Newell, free kick, hit the wall, and then he gets it on the rebound. Always nice if you can pull that one off. Uh, Joe Newell has scored to put Hibbs 1 up against Kilmarnock. Player with so much promise, John Neal. Seeing a couple of weeks ago how he looked great when he first came here and went off a boil, but uh, I mean, a great time to get a goal. Is Hibbs manager listed? I read that yeah. yes. on my travels. Emergency surgery yeah. for mm. Lee Johnson. We wish him a speedy recovery. Yes, Nothing. get well soon. Nothing today with Hugh, was it? After Hugh's scathing. Assessment last of him. Week, I don't think it was anything to do with Hugh and nothing to do with the sniper that he brought in to speak to the players. <laughs> <laughs> I believe a gallbladder surgery is that he got something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, Jamie McAllister left in charge. What about Hugh? Seriously? Yeah, the day of all days. Where is he? Italy. Oh. He's somewhere. He's somewhere between Glasgow Central and Italy on the train. Scott Rail to Italy. <laughs> try to use his card, <laughs> wouldn't he? His free journey. Can you Twelve ten the to boy, Rome. The, the poor boy at Singer Station this morning when Kevin's and Lady Kevin's pitch up <laughs> the suitcases and the suitcases and ask for a pension. I return to Naples. <laughs> <laughs> so he's away early on the train, is he? He's, he's going all out. I think oh, it's a big anniversary. Wow. It's what is it? Three nights in Rome. Three Three nights Naples, three nights Florence. Probably not in that order. Or will it be in that order? My geography's not where it should be. Naples is south, yes. 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 Oh, your so then Rome then, or the other way around. I don't know where he started. He will not That's like lovely. Naples. Why? Oh, it's too busy. Well, Rome's not exactly quiet, is it? Oh, I can't know about Rome's Neither most Florence for that, for that matter. Naples you don't is, like anyway, Naples is basically you stop off for a pizza because they're famous for their pizzas and move on. And Maradona. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Florence, lovely though. Hearts uh, fans have got that to look Florence forward to. Rangers Rangers fans of Naples to look forward to. Rangers yeah, yeah oh, sorry, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why pizzas? Yeah, famous for them. Florence is great. <laughs> that seems to be the only fact you know <laughs> about know. Naples. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps in pizzas. <laughs> I think he's trying to drop a hint to producer uh, Callum. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't name the guy, but last time I was in Florence was in a, a school trip. Sixth year, so you think you're a bit older, but you're not. You're still daft, mm. immature schoolboys. There was outrageous behaviour from the from the hotel room window one night, and that's that. I'll, I'd need mm. to leave it at that with it being a family show. <laughs> um, so many questions. Yeah. So you think of the picturesque nature of Florence, and then you see, think mm, that's oh, not so picturesque. More info on the break, please. Uh, Timo Pukki's got Norwich one up against Coventry for the second week in a row. Jensen Weir, who did I tell you? Come on, do you listen to me? Yes, he's David Weir's son. He does, and he's scored for Morecambe um, to put them one up at Bristol Rovers. See, every day's a school day on here. Yeah. I'm but taking all in. We, we, didn't, we didn't do a did we? We 
Well, I've got ah, ah, we missed it. Missed the boat. Everyone's out the window. It's ah, too busy today. Right. Okay. L- let's be honest. If there's one feature on a Saturday afternoon, I think that the listeners that can, can, can live without. <laughs> I think it might <laughs> be that. This could be the big day. I'm confident. Cammy Ballantyne of Airdrie. He's not one that you two had there, is no, he? As no, a player. No. He's been sent off. After used to be at Dundee United minutes. actually as a kid. Cammy Ballantyne. I'm sure it's the same one. And he went to I'm sure Montrose, but. Oh, well, there we are, it's obviously part of the same incident because yeah. Danny Handling's put FC Edinburgh one up on Airdrie straight after that uh, red card, so that probably linked, you would have to say. Going well, FC Edinburgh just got into that league. I noticed they signed James Craig in yesterday from our broth, I thought it was a decent signing. Yeah, good for the FC Edinburgh, well done to them. More pressingly, what's happening at our broth? Feels to be like, I feel like a few players are leaving and it's not really. Obviously, it's not going. To plan results wise, but James Craigan and who was the other one I saw? Luke Donnelly left Luke the club. Donnelly left. The yeah, it just feels like there was talk of Nicky Lowe leaving. I don't yeah, think that, it... that was the one. Sorry, yeah, that's the one that, that jumped out at me. Yeah, and listen, they, they did terrifically well last year. It's maybe naive of us to think they could maintain those levels again because they are a part-time team operating in a full-time division. Um, they were so close. You remember that Friday night game at Kilmarnock towards the end of the regular season, then into the playoffs, and they just fell short in that playoff semi final. But, you know, Dick Campbell's done a wonderful job, and he will now acknowledge that the changes in the squad will be to try and stabilise the club and keep them again in the championship, and that won't be easy. So, where are we today then with the three o'clock games? Hibs are 1 0 up against Kilmarnock through Joan Newell. Killier down to 10 men. It is goalless in the rest, so that's Ross County Aberdeen. St Johnson, St Mirren, Livy Hearts, Motherwell, Dundee United. Um, oh, if you're just joining us, by the way, and you haven't heard Celtic beat Rangers four 0 but we'll probably not discuss that much between now and Christmas, will we? I'll always be referred back to this game, that's for sure, because we we spent most of the day referring back to the game in February because there was such a gap between the team. So I mean, the phone lines will be interesting later. We had a snapshot earlier on, Gordon, with the the Rangers fans and how they felt. It's amazing. The difference that this result makes 100% Because that's what we said earlier It allows you to And I'm not saying these are valid But All of a sudden Everything the Rangers fans felt About Malik Tillman And how great a signing yeah. he's been you, They start questioning it Antonio Cholak They'll start mm. questioning James Tavernier Every time Rangers have a bad result Someone will question him The clean sheets with the goalkeeper Exactly yeah. Yeah. Zero to zero The results like this Have Big knock-on effects, don't they? Yeah, and it's the magnitude of the game because it means that much to the the supporters that even though it was only two weeks ago that Rangers were away at PSV and you know everything was great and the manager tactically got it spot on, we'll have people tonight like we've already had that. So this afternoon, yep. saying that the manager has no idea. Look, it's a bit of a different Saturday. The phone lines are open. You can get your calls in. We cannot do wall-to-wall calls between now and six o'clock. I mean, we would have the volume. But there's a lot of other games going on So you can still call We'll do some in this half We'll do some in the next half Then at 5 o'clock Foot to the floor And we'll go all out on it Kelty Hearts are one up against Falkirk It was one of their star men from last season Joe Cardell They're in a good run Falkirk are they not? They've yeah they were right. Nikolai Todorov's got Dunfermline one up at QOS mm-hmm. um, One of the players of the season so far Joel Nubley Amazing run And there's that man Halliday Back to cover Playing through shingles and all And he's... Oh. Where is he playing the day? Yeah, you, tell me if you had that injury Shingles you Shingles no The only one we've not had Well clear of shingles Yeah Infectious stuff that hmm. Well obviously not if So if the full Levy team Go down next ah, week Don't you start a conspiracy <laughs> He's obviously allowed to play I don't know where it's came from <laughs> He's in holding midfield 
after oh, Randy. Yeah. Ah, it's good to see him getting a start. After really 20 is. minutes, he'll be moved somewhere else. But that's where he's. But that, that, that's why pe- that's why teams sign him. Is he can, you know, he can influence different sections of the pitch. He can play anywhere in the age. Uh, he's very good. He's, he's very good at occupying the seat behind the manager. He's brilliant at that, uh, and he brings a lot to the table. He must hate you, <laughs> Andy. You doesn't he can't hear me uh, because he's playing exactly because he's Usually living he's out life as a bench. Premiership footballer, and mm. you're just in here criticising. I'm not criticising. I'm only passing on some experience to him. And he'll be playing in Europe in midweek. You exactly. know, we've spoken about Celtic, Real Madrid, and Ajax Rangers, but hard to start their Conference League group campaign on Thursday night. Is it Istanbul Besiktas here? Tynecastle, big game. He's just burst into the box Trying to get on the end of a cross And being clattered by the Livy keeper Shamal George He'll be off injured in two minutes Oh yeah he? Yeah the limp will be on But uh, <laughs> I, I, hope, general. I hope he gets a few goals today I really like Andy He's a lovely lovely lad You hope he gets a few goals? Yeah I'd like to see yeah, well, he, did like get a, to... he got a famous Edinburgh Derby double, double last exactly. season didn't he? And yeah. he milked it He get money of the match Honestly though You are You are some laugh The thought of you Right The way You milk everything in yeah, life Yeah Imagine you Playing in a game The size of the Edinburgh Derby Being a midfielder Scoring twice And then The, the behaviour from you Would be Verging on illegal And you've got Andy Haldy Milking that From last season Well I, I scored You are the Glasgow Derby When I was 18 Didn't milk it too much yeah, I was up the dance with my blazer on that and night. And you're still speaking about it 40 <laughs> years later. Yeah, I've done that one up with the blazer on. Ah, no. oh, I just came from the game. I so thought... 12 o'clock at I thought, to be honest, the blazer was understandable. I thought you pushed it with the shin pads. I thought you should have at least taken them off. The people of Victoria's did not need to see that. It's the only way you can get in for nothing. Hmm. The woolly strip. Remember the strip he really pulled strip. out? Did you see this, Roger? No, he he produced it, a strip yeah. the other week. He's made a wool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were the days, Roger. It was cold back in the days. Uh, let's check in on the. He is limping, by the way, Halliday. <laughs> he, love, he does love a lump. He does, and then yeah. a wee applause to the fans. Uh, yeah. uh, Roger, what's the teaser looking like? Remind us, please. The teaser since season 1999 2000, seven players have scored in an old firm match, and their first and second names start with the same letter. And just a clue again one of the answers is what the player is best known as. Not his actual given name. Seven players. I hope this didn't change this afternoon, did it? Just to double check. No, I don't think so. Just in case the question's out of date. Um, for instance, Barry says, "Amazing Abada." No, it's not going to work, Barry. I appreciate how you're feeling about him. Um, Stevens. I don't know if this is an education from from Stephen. He's put Andre, and then he's put the middle name of Kincelskis. It begins with an A. No, come on. Stephen, we're not that highbrow here. You should you should know that if you've ever listened to the look show. At, look at the beads of sweat on DL's temples yeah. and the mere mention of the name Andre Kincelskis. He, he still terrifies me every time I hear uh, it. Ryan Pollard says Virgil van Dijk. No. He didn't have scored against Rangers. I don't think he did. Matthew Boyle says Malky Mackay. No, it's a that's too yeah, early. But from 1999-2000, Malky scored mid 90s. I think Nando V knows he's at the wind up here with Albina Yeti. He says from a parallel universe, it wasn't Albina Yeti. Uh, Ryan and a few others have got the got that wee clue that you Excellent. mentioned. What is it again? Good, good. That it's not his. It's it's what he's known as. It's not his actual the name on his passport. There oh we are. Oh, I've got it. Go on so then, start- write it down. Let's see. Right. Okay. Omionga booked for 
A pull on George Grant Livy fans are giving Wee Willie pelters Is it? Is it? Possibly <laughs> Let me see <laughs> Yeah well done So I start the other day Your Twitter mentioned Virgil van Dijk Suggesting the other day Virgil's never actually played at Ibrox When he was at Celtic no, he I wouldn't have Because it was the, the league, so I remember with his Ibrox debut I remember he played the cup game yeah. at Hamden that was at the 2-0 Griffiths and no and Commons yeah that could be right yeah I can't the, the one that the clip went viral because he he, he nudged Nicky Law and nearly sent him halfway down Aikenhead Road there was, remember that and he's trying to close him yeah. down you're looking at me blank you don't remember anything I think Rangers were no. championship at that stage yeah that yeah I think he played that game and then he wouldn't have played any others yeah. would he yeah I think mm, that's so. right or not many more uh, yeah, keep your guesses coming in then at Clyde SSB. I love this. Right? You three have been called some things in your time, right? Brian Marshall, producer Callum, I don't think this mm-hmm. is your responsibility, but everything else is. So, uh, not sure who's running the Clyde One app. You three looking good. Uh, and apparently, so if you get the the app on at the moment and on your lock screen, it's popped up Clyde One, but it claims that it's Destiny's Child that are currently playing. Yeah. So rather mm-hmm. than a picture of you three. <laughs> It's a picture of Destiny's Child and I have that The yeah. similarities that, End there You guys won't know that. that That happens every week Because I listen to the app If, oh, I'm, great. if I'm going to Aberdeen Or Thanks Earth for advertising that We obviously mm-hmm. sort of Just drive out of Where you would normally hear The reception So here's a tip Listeners Plug in the app On your mobile It'll play through the speakers But On your smart screen in the car it brings up a picture of a random sometimes it's Destiny's so Child it might, be, it might be another band I, I'm so glad we've got one of these to just don't, don't, quite know why, don't quite know why it flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements nothing better than scoring on your debut come on down Nicky Clark moved from Dundee United to St Johnston and he's not taken long to find the net for St Johnston 1-0 against St Mirren <sighs> fancied yep. St Johnston today got them on the arca there Roger there we go yep Nicky Clark, good signing for them. I saw them when they lost a couple of weeks ago, home to Aberdeen. And it is the archetypal mark. They're good and they're organised and they're great until they get to the final yeah. third. And they had the lad Theo Bear up front, never looked like scoring a goal. Yeah. And Stevie May came on and never looked like scoring a goal. And I just thought if they could get someone in that final third, that was really that could be the difference yeah. for them, you know, to avoid another uncomfortable season. And Nicky Clark's arrived, and you can't you can't say fairer than that. I saw the I video in the first half hour. Um, when he was a wee boy, see that in the in the dressing room, St yeah. Johnson dressing room. Yeah, yeah. When he, when he was qualified that? for Europe. And yeah. Sad was a manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing. It's, it's a good story for the St Johnson fans and him. Now we did say the phone lines were open. Like, Going to be a bit of a disjointed afternoon. No, that's the wrong way. That sounds negative. An exciting afternoon where we'll spin a number of plates. Uh, Gordon DL, can I just get your thoughts right now on on what's happening in the, the games at the moment? Quickly, yeah. can you hurry up? Yeah, we've not got uh, something. Get, no, 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 we'll get sure? not get many games. It's <laughs> <laughs> dripping down your chin. Anyway, right, you go back to doing whatever that was you were doing. Right. Kelty tuning up against Falkirk. Scott McGill's double their advantage. Uh, so let's take a call. Craig's a Rangers fan from Shots. Sum up what went wrong today, Craig. Hi guys, that's How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Okay. Uh, my point is, Gordon, is I thought the body language of the Rangers players today was absolutely shocking. Not one of them looked impressed. I thought Tillerman looked lost. Um, and for me, Gordon Dale might agree with me here, but how Scott Arfield didn't get a game of the day is beyond me. Yeah, um, well, look, the managers went, went there with a game plan. I agree with you. I, I thought Rangers players looked 
well off the, 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 the pace of the game. That was down to Celtic. But they keep saying, and I heard Van Bronckhurst talking about this the last time, we, we turned up at Celtic Park unprepared and get punished. I thought it was the same uh, movie today. Every time that Celtic got the ball, they got it down, played it quickly. Rangers players were standing looking about. Now, all the focus will go on the goalkeeper. Middle of the park, they go overrun. Early, you could tell early doors overrun. Celtic players were finding acres and acres of space. I thought if you're a Rangers fan or anything to do with Rangers tonight, I think you'd be very disappointed. But take no, nothing away from Celtic. They just, were brilliant. Just quickly work. got one of these. Hang on, Craig. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. It's 1 0 to Livingston against Hearts. Montano with the goal, and Hearts are raging. So we'll get Andy Halliday's thoughts on that very soon. Um, how does that happen then, Craig? I'm pretty sure Malik Tillman and whoever else, when they woke up this morning, they thought they were up for the game, then they thought they were going to go and give it their all. Does the occasion get the better of them? Or, you know, how, how do you think that happens? I think they got lost in the occasion. I think they, they didn't expect what they went in there. But again, I, I, I've got to cut. I think these games are tailor-made for these got our field guns that keep defences second-guessing, you know? Mark, you've played in them. What well, happens? Look, I'm just amazed that if the Rangers players like Tillman and, and Cholak went along the day and weren't expecting Celtic to play that way, I, I would find that amazing, shocking, because Giovanni Van Bronckers would have sat his players down. He would have showed them video after video. I'm pretty sure he would have even taken clips of that game in February. And said to his players, this is what you have to expect. Look what Celtic's done midweek with their reserves. Look what they did last week against United, so on and so forth. So they would have expected it. So there's only so much I think a manager can do in terms of that preparation. Now when the players cross the white <coughs> line, then they have got to show the right application and roll up their sleeves. The, the you know, first thing that they need today is match Celtic for work rate and application. And that should just be a given. And I thought they were miles off it. When you look at the goals and you look at the wider screen that the TV pictures were shown, you quite clearly see players, you know, just jogging back in, hoping that their teammate would dig them out of a hole. Tillman was guilty a few times. I even seen Tavernier at the very first goal when he thought it was a Rangers throw-in. He's gambled it was a Rangers throw-in and he's let O'Reilly in behind him. You know, it just... Poor decision but you made. must manage the game, Mark. You you notice as a player when you go out in these games, you can't leave it all to the manager and coach and stuff. You've got to recognise right away, right? Celtic, the minute the ball's going out of play, what? Look at what the ball boys are doing. Look at the way Celtic are getting the ball down with a free kick. They're playing early. Doesn't matter. Decision. You've got to switch on and then you know make sure that you you plug the gaps. Rangers players switched off. Rangers Celtic were too quick. Overran them in the middle of the part and. Look, I, I think Celtic, uh, I thought Rangers were quite lucky to get out there for now. Gordon, we spotted it inside five minutes. What was happening in the game? How did Rangers not spot it and more importantly react to it? And listen, Craig's come on and criticised, a few Rangers fans have come on and criticised. None of the Rangers players or management can have any quarrel with any of the criticism that comes to support us today. They were absolutely awful. Now, one of two things now needs to happen. I mentioned earlier the run of fixtures they've got in the next six games away at Ajax away at Aberdeen away at Hearts away at Liverpool there's a home game against Napoli in there as well either this Rangers team responds in the manner that Craig and the other fans want them to respond and they use this as a line in the sand and they get back from there or 
this season, if Rangers continue to perform the way they perform today in this lineup of fixtures that they've got in the next five or six games, then this season could get away from Rangers very quickly. Yeah, it's a hard, Roger's right, it's a hard run of games they've got and they need to bounce back immediately. If they take another heavy one midweek, then pressure mounts very, very quickly and it's often the manager pays the price, but the players have got to take responsibility for what's today. Daz is right, in-game management had to be much better. Penalty Motherwell, they've had a few this season. Oh, Van Veen. I must say, um, Livy were furious with the one that got given. For handball So was Billy Dodds In Inverness During the week And now so are Dundee United So I don't know What's happening here Surely the referees Aren't favouring Mother You don't never, you never ah. hear that As a theory do you That'll never catch on Do you think All these years the Of Gordon DL Defending the referees Somehow subconsciously yeah, It's yeah, actually maybe. helped them Look, You have to score them And Kevin Van Veen Has done so far But he's already Taken so many um, Will he continue that run Or Will the goalie Come out on top This time So Kevin Van Veen is going to take He's got a bit of competition now For his, his slot For Louis Moulton It has been saved Kevin Van Veen's penalty You usually back him um, But it's been saved By the Dundee United keeper And it is still level Oh wow Right off For well, United yeah, Sometimes, so sometimes uh, You say Gordon Seeing you're taking penalty kicks So many So many in, in a short time Goalkeepers do their homework Goalkeeping coaches Do their homework it's up to you as a striker to try and outdo out the goalkeeper, but obviously the goalkeepers get the better um, this afternoon, so it just shows you it's not always a given the minute you get a penalty kick. There's something about the, you know, the kind of law of averages, Roger. I mean, if you take five across the season, um, fine, but he's had maybe taken like four or five in the space of a couple of weeks. Does that, I don't know, does that make any difference? I'm surprised he's missed. He's been in really good form. I've seen Mother of Soil... The day they won up at Pataudry, really impressed him. Stevie Hamill's first game in permanent charge. And Van Veen led the line and you would think he'll now feel the warm breath of Louis Moult on his neck. And this would be a big game for him, a big opportunity to put Motherwell ahead and Carl Johan Eriksson has denied him. Mm. Can't be missing opportunities like that. So reliable, usually. Uh, keeper guesses goes the right way. Uh, penalties are in, Mark, interesting because it's a, a good height. So you think, like, can Van Veen do more? But he actually he seemed to strike it quite well and give a bit I, of credit I, to the keeper. I, I suppose, you've, you know, goalkeepers have got... Oh, it's another huge Van Veen chance as well. Now he heads straight at Eriksson. He really should score. So Motherwell on top, but still goalless there. Um, Craig, to go back to your call, we're talking a lot about, um, in the week leading up, Rangers fans felt that, you know, Celtic would obviously come out, but that could leave gaps, and this Rangers team are, are good in Europe, so... Why did that not? Why did that not happen today? Or, or are Celtic a bit better than, than maybe some Rangers fans gave them credit for going into the game? Oh, I don't think you can take at least the Celtic the day. They were miles, as Mark says, they were miles better in every department. They were hungrier. They wanted it more. I just thought the Rangers, even the body language of Rangers at one 0 down was was shocking. I mean, if you can't get up for an old firm game, then. Can I can ask you guys one thing. If Sam Broncos never qualified for the group stage of the Champions League, would they be under severe pressure right now? Well, the only pressure that comes is from above on the board. Um, there's absolutely no indication whatsoever at the minute that he's under any pressure. Um, he did lead Rangers to a European final. He did win the Scottish Cup um, very, very early in the season, although managers have gone, Craig, as you've seen with Jack Ross and Scott Parker, etc. etc. Um, I just think this is... The next month, that, that list of games that I mentioned there, 
This is the biggest period of Giovanni Van, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Rangers career. He, he cannot afford his players to perform like that away at Petodre, away at Trencastle, away at Anfield, away in the Johan Cruyff Arena this Wednesday night. Because if they perform like that, they won't get the results that the Rangers fans demand and that will intensify pressure. I mean, Gordon, it is an interesting one when, when Craig says if he didn't qualify for the Champions League, would they be under pressure? But also, but also they did. So I don't yeah. know how you, you go about hypothetically taking that away. But I guess that's just the depth of the disappointment today. Look, I, I think up until half past 12 today, every Rangers fan, if you'd have said anything about the Rangers manager, would have been on this phone having a go at you for criticising him. Uh, it just shows you 90 plus minutes you're away from taking a bit of criticism all of a sudden made a ranger supporter on saying that he never rated him in the first place never rated the team uh, the signings weren't good enough so it shows you that one game can turn some supporters against you that, uh, as Roger said a lot of big games come up a lot of important games you know when you're a manager of these clubs a couple of bad results and especially today against Celtic and it was the manner for me as well. I think that's where the Rangers fans would have been really disappointed. A lot of people saying their body language, you know, but I just think Celtic were so quick for them. Come out of the traps and go in about them. Um, and I think the Rangers let themselves down today, but that takes nothing away from the way Celtic played. I agree with Jim. You're looking at a team that six games in the league Celtic, they've scored 27 goals and lost one. Something like that. 20, around about that. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, sorry, 25 and lost one. Um, you look at Rangers, 14 and lost seven. So just now you've got to say that Celtic really do look the business. I think the disappointing thing for a lot of Rangers fans is how it did mirror the February game so much that fans are always looking, in these games in particular, that you learn lessons and players, players and managers learn lessons and how you approach the next one. And I think they won one game at the end of the season at Celtic Park. They thought, yeah, definitely learned something. But it's went backwards. And I guess that would be the worry for some Rangers fans that it's taking a step backwards and you're a Rebo and Bassey lighter. Is it going to be a long season? Is that fair, Craig? I mean, I'm sure you and your fellow fans thought you had learned from February. You know, it was it was miserable, but you probably thought it wouldn't happen again. Well, this one's, for me, it's harder to take than February. Um, for me it's worrying that this now we've got a team with Van Bronckhorst players in who he went for and I mean he went to the European final with a squad of heresies not his squad and in the last day of the window we're playing with Sands in here who has done well but he's no a natural centre half why he never signs a centre half is baffling Going to be a lot of questions to be asked in the coming days Craig thank you for taking the time that was Craig in shots on 01419511025 uh, keep your calls coming in. We will try and take some uh, throughout the three o'clock games and then at five o'clock, your traditional open line slot not to be missed because there's going to be some strong stuff from both sides. But at the moment, it's Motherwell nil, Dundee United nil. Motherwell have missed a penalty. It's Livy one, Hearts nil. Christian Montano's goal. Hearts are not happy about it. St Johnston one, St Mirren nil. Nicky Clark on his debut. Goalless County Aberdeen and Hibs one. 10-man Kilmarnock, nil. Ash Taylor sent off Joe Newell with the goal. And the Championship leaders 1-0 up here. United away to Morton at Capolo. Depot Akinyemi yeah, once your, again. He's your new favourite, isn't he? Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Delighted for my old team. They're sitting proudly at the top of the league. Desperate for them to get into the Premier League. That would have been great success for them. You're desperate for them to get relegated, so that it looks like you did the good job. Yeah, 
Would uh, that surpass anything that you did? No. Well, obviously. Yeah. What was your... You got the semi-final? I finished... What do you mean? Be careful. Be careful. There was a degree of unpleasantness on the show last Saturday afternoon when Hugh Keevens dared to suggest that Lee Bullen taking air to the top of the championship may have got close to the achievements of Gordon DL during his time as a No, it wasn't that. He likened you to someone else. No, he put someone else as it. Yeah, that was it. He said he was a better air manager than you. Well, look... When you get to, when you win a league, you get to second in the championship. When you get to two semi-finals and a final with a small team, then I think you deserve a part in the back. But I've we're got on the march with Dazzler's army. Doesn't well, have the no, same. I was, I was the only person in their centenary year not to get invited to the full air. People that had went on a day trip. Well, good to know he's beach, not bitter about that. Got though. invited. Yeah. It, was good, it was a good night, though, man, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, is that maybe going to Butlins as a kid? Uh, I I get invited before me. <laughs> is that maybe more to do with your conduct while you were there? I know conduct. What taking them to Hamden twice nah, in six probably days. more different behaviours in and around the town and stuff like that. I mean, I don't. I, I know you I did a good I, job I, in the. No. I've done a good job in the town as well Goncalves should have made it 2-0 for Livingston Penrith squared it to him but he put it wide on the stretch so Livy should be 2 up but an old friend of the, the show puts Bolton 2-1 up <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a blast from the past <laughs> one of my favourites no, it's worse than an in-joke because now I need to explain it let's just <laughs> say someone called Kieran Lee has scored for Bolton there is another Kieran Lee out there who does something entirely different oh, well. than playing for Bolton Mark Wilson apparently is a big fan of him he, he let it slip on the show one day and it grew arms and legs from there and he, the guy ended up getting in touch with the show and go and look it up right I'll leave Fantastic. that there it's yeah. a family what show a fans it there Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we should leave it there, right? Um, let's you know what, let's round this off while we can, Roger Hannah. The first half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Since season, oh, oh too early. Look at this. He's no Hugh Evans. Now you speak. Oh. Sorry, I had to get into the black swivel chair first. Since season 1999-2000. Seven players have scored in an old firm match and their first and second names start with the same letter. They are Cameron Carter Vickers, Scott Sinclair, Nacho Novo, yeah. Bobo Baldi, yeah. Claudio Canigia, there you go. Michael Malls, <laughs> and Jonathan Johansson. <laughs> I take it you two got them by yes. the stupid yeah. look on your face. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. No, you put him and I put him. Anyway, forget uh-huh. you two. Well done to all the listeners. It was a great response as always. Mikko got the bronze medal. Liam Boyd, the second fastest. And Michael Thornton was the winner. Well done to you. We'll have a Who Am I in the second half. We've got a st- well, no, Mark's right. Stewart's inquiry. No. What's your Stewart's inquiry? Uh, Go on, say it. I thought it was Jacques but he's not scored, has he? Has he? He's, he's not on producer no. Callum's list. No. Seems pretty easy to, to solve, uh, no? Nah, that's, that's solved that one. Jack Marcus hasn't Would scored against you? Rangers, has he? Never take the team out of teamwork. So it's, <laughs> it's the worst yards inquiry ever? No, no, I'm just scoring them off the list. Okay. Um, Cove Rangers, Neil Hamilton, <laughs> Ackies won. Jean-Pierre Teehee has scored on 41 minutes for the Ackies. I'm, I'm Kevin Van Veen's now hit the bar for Motherwell oh, he's, he's hit the bar he's missed days. a penalty he's missed a sitter mm. Motherwell probably score then. on the balance of afternoon. that should be in front but sometimes those are the ones that come back to haunt oh. you he was slipped through by Ross Tierney 
and it really is a bit of a sitter. Is Malt on the bench now, or no. is it just... No, no, no. I was going to say it's set up then, for, for him to come on and grab the limelight. No, this is the no, thing that... Thing. It's exciting, they call him King Louis, it's great, it was a great relationship. Louis Malt left Motherwell four years ago, and has not played a lot of football. He's been injured so often, oh. one after the other, long-term ones as well, so it's going to be an ask for him to be the Louis Malt of old, Gordon. It certainly is. Um, he'll need to... Obviously got a few games under his belt um, and a few, obviously, training sessions to get up to speed and get back into the way of things. But you one thing you know, the fans will certainly give him every encouragement they can, but he's got to get um, that number nine spot mm. of Van Veen. Who, How, and did, I know you're a fan of the songs. Did, did, you, did you go for the Molt one? Molt, he's Molt, he's Louie Louie. No, Moult. no, no, it's like to the tune of Gold, Spandau Ballet, it's that. <laughs> you are Molt. Oh, so is. Always believe. believe you, um, um, you've got the power to score uh, all that sort of stuff. Song, but yeah, sorry, I forgot. Can we get Gordon one. to maybe do a rendition of that at some point? I think that would be wonderful. Um, Dundee 2, Queen's Park 0, that would be a good result. Zach Robinson on 44 minutes. Yeah, I was interested in the quotes from, you see Gary Boyer complaining about the day he had on Thursday transfer deadline. Did he get day. a parking ticket as well, no? No, but he did manage to get himself locked in his flat and had to be uh, helped out of these accommodations. It seemed to be some internal door or something that he couldn't get through. And he, he said he then eventually got to his work, was looking at four different signing targets. Didn't get any of them is it, And ended up wishing He'd stayed locked in his is, is it just me Is bad. it just me Or do things like this Happen to Dundee Quite often ah, well, If it's not yeah. a spam folder It's a locked internal door That sounds an awful excuse Come There on. is such a thing As telephone mm. Emails he didn't see Internet Gordon, But he couldn't get past Didn't see door. wee Gordon Track And duck him under And then the keys Padlock on the door yeah. That's an odd excuse <clears throat> Gordon is right Dundee always have Some sort of Comedy Errors behind them. Well, that's so far it's a good result for them because down at air they were terrible, I've got to say. Um, so they need a good result, especially at home. And uh, against a, a Queen's Park team that's invested a few quid and get some good players as well, good manager. Half time at Fur Park, let's speak to Gabriel. Motherwell nil, Dundee United nil here. Motherwell clearly on top and they will feel they should certainly be in front. Kevin Van Veen denied from the penalty spot by Carl Johan Eriksson. The hosts started on the front foot. Uh, they were had a free kick early on. It was Van Veen. It's really been Van Veen the centre of attention all half. McGrath tripped in, but he couldn't convert it. Spittle was then put through by a good long ball over the top from Sean Goss. He came in from the left, but it was a tame shot and an easy save. Uh, Van Veen was nearly then in, his movement's been fantastic all half, but he couldn't quite nick the ball past Ericsson. It was still mainly Motherwell attacking as we got to the halfway point of the first half. Several blocked shots, uh, some great Dundee United defending it must be said. Uh, then the moment of the first half, McGinn cut in from right back, curled one in with his left foot, but the shot was cleared off the line by Ryan Edwards, a great goal line clearance. It came back to Gosso who shot straight back in Craig Napier the referee deemed the block to have been a handball. United weren't happy at all they'll feel they got their justice. Van Bean struck the penalty well but it was at a nice height to Ericsson's right hand side a good strong save. One minute later Van Bean denied again a header straight down Ericsson's throat and then just before half time Tierney slipped Van Bean through. It was a great run 
a great touch and he looks set to score, ready to burst the net, but he smashed the bar instead. In terms of United, uh, they've had a couple of good headers from Stephen Fletcher, but very little else. Uh, Tony Watt expectedly has been booed every single touch. Solheim Johansson has left a few on him, it must be said as well. But Stevie Hamill will want more of the same from his men just to take the chance. Van Bean should have and could have had a hat-trick. United, by the looks of things, would take a point here. Half-time at Fir Park, nil-nil. Half-time at the Tony Macaroni, David Friel is there. Ha- half time Livingston 1 Hearts nil. it's Livingston who have the lead through Christian Montano and they will feel they could be two up after an amazing end to the half Hearts started really well they were the better team Stephen Humphreys had a chance two minutes into his debut Gary Kai Stephen picked him out at the back post but his folly flew over the bar and flew over the stand behind the goal George Grant then had an even better chance in ten minutes once again it was across from the left wing this time Humphreys left it Barry Kai stepped onto it played a brilliant pass there Grant but he fired wide from 8 yards Hart looked really decent but Livy gradually settled and they got the opening goal against the runner play maybe in 28 minutes, Jason Holt lofted a simple free kick into the box, Christian Montano was all alone, he'd all the time in the world take a touch and fire into the corner, the Hearts players were raging, Craig Gordon his hand up they went and remonstrated with the officials while they call him tried to calm things down, they claimed he was offside but I'm told replay show he was actually onside Hearts tried to get back into it, Stephen Kingsley called a free kick over the bar but it was Livy who should have made it 2-0 before half time James Penrice bust into the box, he squared for Esmael Kincalvez he was stretching but against his old team he fired wide half time Livingston 1 Hearts 0 half time at McDermott Park Fraser so Johnson 1 St Mirandil great way to get your career and a new club off and running Nicky Clark signed to improve St Johnson's scoring record and he's just done that with an instant impact and the only goal of what's been a pretty poor first 45 minutes slow start to the game both sides measuring each other up <coughs> when they did get the ball into the box they found both defences dominating the 13th minute the first effort of the game Jonah Younger a sharp turn 10 yards out of his left foot shot was weak and it trickled wide but no real chances either end till the 24th St Johnson's first effort to go a low driven cross with the right by Dre Wright into the 6 yard box Nicky Clark was denied by a good challenge by Declan Gallagher but the new striker did get his debut goal in the 26th minute Dre Wright again involved lovely cross to the back post headed back Cross goal by Stevie May and cover play by Clark as defenders battled to try and clear the ball. He waited for the ball to come to him and a chest and a volley into the net from only a few yards out. Someone did respond well, had a good spell, Curtis Main getting into good areas, especially in inside left position, but no end product. Although he was denied once by a brilliant Ryan McGowan tackle when he was clean through. But in general, St. Munns played too laboured, giving the ball away cheaply and half played out without any chances at either end. St. Munns, sorry, Johnson been marginally the better team, St. Munns a lot to do on the back of three wins in a row. They just haven't performed at all. And Stephen Robinson might turn to his bench quite quickly in the second half. Like a Brophy and Kilty, the obvious changes. Half-time at McDermott Park, so Johnson won, Samira nil. What about Ross County, Aberdeen, Dave Galloway? Half-time, Ross County nil, Aberdeen nil. Aberdeen started on the front foot, cheered on by a sellout away support of over 2,000. Hayes fired in a 30-yard drive, which Laidlaw parried to safety. Clarkson's clever through ball sent Bissauwin scampering down the right. He cut in, and Laidlaw did very well to turn the effort behind at his near post. Ross County weren't posing a huge danger but Tilson saw his shot deflected into Roos's arms as they tried to get something going. McCrory passed up a decent chance for the visitors heading over from about six yards following a corner kick. That was a, a decent chance indeed. County threatened with Purrington's driven ball in from the, the left hand side. White didn't quite connect properly. He could only send it wide of 
goal then at the other end as the halftime whistle beckoned uh, Richardson got the ball onto his right foot flashed in a shot and it went just past the far post it's been a fast and furious first half here at the Global Energy Stadium but it's goalless Ross County nil, Aberdeen nil. and we'll give you the halftime story from Easter Road as well as a full roundup of the scores next The winning team all season long this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scores from the Scottish Premiership The full time one Celtic 4 Rangers 0 At the break Hibs 1 Kilmarnock 0 Livingston 1 Hearts 0 Motherwell 0 Dundee United 0 Ross County 0 Aberdeen 0 And St Johnston 1 St Mirren 0 In the Championship Are both 0 Partick Thistle 0 Cove Rangers 0 Hamilton Ackies 1 Dundee 2 Queen's Park 0 Morton 0 Air United 1 Wraith Rovers 0 Inverness 0 in League 1, Airdrie 0, FC Edinburgh 2, Clyde 1, Alloa 1, Kelty Hearts 2, Falkirk 0, Peterhead 0, Montrose 1, Queen of the South 0, Dunfermline 2. In Scottish League 2, it's Annan Athletic 0, Forfar 1, East Fife 0, Dumbarton 1, Elgin City 1, Bonnie Rig Rose 0, Stenhouse Muir 3, Stranraer 0, and Stirling Albion 0, Albion Rovers 0. In the English Premier League to finish full time, Everton 0, Liverpool 0. Brentford 2, Leeds 1 at the break. Chelsea 0, West Ham 0, Newcastle 0, Palace 0. Forest 2, Bournemouth 0. Spurs 1, Fulham 0. And Wolves 1, Southampton 0. The only halftime story we didn't bring you was from Easter Road. Let's hear from Steve Cowan. Thanks, Gordon. It really has been a game of two halves here at Easter Road. Hibs 1, Kilmarnock 0. And as Hibs had the early chance in five minutes. Eli Ewan had a great shot, 18 yards out. Well saved by Sam Walker and the Kelly goal. But a big talking point came in 11 minutes for Hibs. Martin Boyle, clean through in goal, brought down by Ash Taylor, claims for a penalty all round the ground, but ref John Beaton said no, only awarded a free kick, but he sent Ash Taylor off, straight red card. Joe Newell then had the chance, he hit the wall with his first shot, come back to him a second time, and he's lashed the ball into the net. Hibs had further chances in 35 and 25 minutes, another chance for uh, to double lead, Boyle cross into the box, and Ewan Henderson arriving late, put it over the bar, but really Kilmarnock up against it, hanging on, half-time at Easter Road, it's Hibs 1, Kilmarnock 0. The fastest goals, the expert opinions, this is Clyde One Super Score. Half-time whistles, uh, second half I should say, about to start round about the country, Roger Hanna, should be a f- fascinating second 45, I mean the game at Fir Park, Motherwell should be in front and they're not, uh, Livy are ahead against Hearts, Kilmarnock down to 10 men in trail, St Johnston won up, so there's a lot of interesting talking points developing. Yeah, absolutely, you would fancy Hibs in the lead already against 10-man Kilmarnock, that would just be the tonic that Lee Johnson needs as he recovers from his surgery. Hearts will come out for the second half at the Tony Macaroni, driven by a sense of injustice at that Christian Montano goal that's put Levy ahead. And they'll also want to get a decent result to lead them into their European kickoff on Thursday night. As you say, well balanced at Fur Park, but really that's down to Kevin Van Veen and, and Carl Johan Eriksson. Quite a week Carl Johan's had, loses nine to Celtic on the Sunday manages to get through to the quarter-finals of the Premier Sport Cup in midweek and then saves Kevin Van Veen's penalty on the Saturday. Dave Galloway is never a wasted journey going to Dingwall. He's had... What did he type of burger treat did he have this week? Uh, what was it again? The, I don't know. Meaty surprise oh, or some ultimate, yeah. ultimate burger. Uh, yeah, and he's almost as, had as good an afternoon as Nicky Clark scoring on his debut for St Johnson. First goal St Mirren have conceded, I think, in four Premiership games. They've been really tight at the back, so... 
they, that, that game could have another charter for Fraser Wishart yeah? Right here's the deal We are here until 6 o'clock Now normally the open line is 5 to, until 6 But every now and then if there's a big game An early game or talking points We'll try our best to let you have your say So we've been doing that We will take some calls as this half progresses Most of them I imagine Would be on Celtic 4 Rangers nil. So get your thoughts over to us And then when these games finish It is an open floor to see what you've made of today's football First goal in the second half in Scotland Is for Stirling Albion 1 Albion Rovers nil. Kyle Banner On 48 minutes Shall we go nice and early on this To give you some maximum thinking time Roger Hanna Yeah The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online The Who Am I? I have played alongside Adam Lalana, Stephen Thompson, and Chris Iwalumo, and I have been managed by Stuart Pearce and Mark Warburton. I've signed permanently or on loan for 11 clubs, including in Scotland and on another continent. I also have caps for my national team. Who am I? Wow. A lot of info there, Gordon. Do you want it again? Let's I, do it. I have played alongside. Adam Lalana, Stephen Thompson and Chris Iwalumo and I've been managed by Stuart Pearce and Mark Warburton I've signed permanently or on loan for 11 different clubs including in Scotland and on another continent and I've won caps for my national team who am I? Any ideas Gordon Dale? No I'm just digesting the, the, the question This is my fault I'm on a bit of a push to try and make these harder I'm, the listeners are taking the mickey out of us every week they get them so quick their knowledge is something that we can only dream of And someone mm. always gets it In fact I don't mind if someone gets it straight away But multiple people get them straight away We need to make them harder Is that going to do the job? I don't know I think that's a tough one to do That's a tough one Producer Callum's just Sort of boastfully in my ear Said that no one's got it yet It's only been on yeah. for three seconds Well done Callum We're proud of that uh, I'm sure everybody out there Will be Putting their minds Have you together. got any idea? Don't I mean don't say it out loud, but no, I'm I'm struggling a little bit just now. Um, I'm, I'm going. I, I sort of uh, eliminate managers, teams. Remember the famous moment when our old pal Alex Ray just straight away really, just said yeah. said the name. Ian it was Wright. Ian Wright wasn't. I'll <laughs> I never see, forget I played, that. I played with him. I played against yeah. him. Oh, it was magnificent. Oh, straight away, just. How are Reading doing today? Have we seen? Hi, how is he doing actually? Well, they were top of the league. What? And then Sheffield United battered them midweek 4 0. Yep. First, oh. first against oh, second, wasn't Burnley, it? Paul Hitt, but they were, they oh, were top going into that and play until tomorrow. I'd like to see. Yep. Stoke tomorrow. Alex Neal and Alex Ray, two oh, fiery Scotsmen. Oh, that would be Last week I go mm. away and he's manager of Sunderland, then I come back and he's went to Stoke. What's been on there? He changed, changed clubs. That's what, that's what the fella for the Breaking Gazette said when he went on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the phone calls I used to get for the press up there every, what was it, Friday and Thursday. Oh. To be fair, there was a lot to question what was going on. Yeah. I know. What's your thoughts on the seven you lost last week? <laughs> no, I, I, I told you I had St. Listen, Johnson. I, I was at that game. It was, thanks, it, Roger. It, it, was, it was awkward. Seven going on <laughs> a lot more than that. Right, so we're up and running on the teaser Get them in at Clyde SSB We're going to take your calls on the earlier game And if you're anything like me You must be very, very keen to hear From both Ange Postacoglu And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst To find out where it went right And where it went wrong So we'll do that very soon indeed You won't want to miss that We'll play out the thoughts of both managers 
uh, following the game. Listen to Callum, still no correct answer, he says. On I, the I thought I had no. it. We're I now, had we're it now up well. to 90 seconds. Roger just gave me the. Show me the paper. The school teacher. No. Right, I'm going to go down this road. Okay, okay. You see where I'm going with that there, Gordon? Nah, what have you put? Gordon Deal, you're off it. Yeah, you've yeah. gone into a dead end. Dead end, okay. That's right. a, he's got about ten less caps than that that guy. I think he's got one. I didn't I was going managers and teams and clubs. He's got eleven. I forgot about the caps. caps. Right, okay. Mm. Northampton two, Barrow one, Kieran Bowie. Is that not Wraith Rovers kid, Kieran Bowie? Yeah, they went, went to, to Fulham and I think I think he's out on loan now, yeah. Yeah, I told you, I'll always try my best, make it about that's good. That's Scottish good. football. You yeah. missed a sterling goal, did you? No, I said no. it. Yeah, one nil. Kyle Banner. Yeah. yeah, it's all there. It is all there. Sterling Albion one. Albion Rovers nil. And uh, still goalless for Park. Still goalless. Dingwall. Mm. St Johnston lead. Levy lead. Hibs lead. Celtic one. It's all about the home teams today. Yeah. No one's travelling well. What's happening? No, no. Good result that for St. Johnson. I've been managed oh, to. Great result for St. Johnson. It's weird how at this stage of the season, you know, managers managers get labelled where oh, the season's a disaster. You look at Callum Davidson and oh, it's not going so well for him. But if he wins today, it, the table just takes a, he's, a turn he's right. He's certainly away. been backed up there. He's brought in a right few players, Roger. How many? He needed them. No. He needed them, though. He has, he's yeah, lost all yeah, sorts. Yeah, he's, he's brought in a lot of players. Hmm. And what See, about Hibs without a, without a manager? I know the 10 men's helping them, but Hibs have been a team this season. I look at individually and I think they should be a force to be reckoned with. But they've they've got away with murder in some games. They've been so, so poor last week as well. That'll be a good result did for them. Did you watch the game last week? I did, hi. Did you? Where yeah, from? Yeah. On, on holiday. On the medieval uh, night. Uh, yeah, yeah. After the medieval night. Yep. Scott Allen. Big money move to Broth, the man who was going to revive their season, sent off. Second bookable offence, five minutes into the second half. Oh. Still a Broth nil, Partick Thistle nil. Oh, well that is, a, that is a shock. I mean, we just had them on the phone, we were chatting to him a couple of weeks ago, seeing how he was looking forward to getting fit and getting back in the team. I would think it was surprising if he fitted into that side. I thought he would fit into that side, the way he played, you know, just as a bit of creativity. But not going well at all for our bro. What's up with you? What's uh, going on? No, I took a bit of cramp. No, what you, he's, no, I just see you throwing rude gestures rude at gestures the TV. At, <laughs> in the video that, that looks like a man who may have had Crystal Palace on his coupon. Uh, the only one I should have. gamble responsible. I did, I did see Newcastle at a different I like side. Cri- I just like Crystal Palace. I like them. I like watching them. I like they're a good attacker. Oh, that's side. great. Uh, <laughs> Tyreek Ty- Ty- Mitchell own goal. Mm. See, he's even a Palace man at score for him. Okay, Clyde one, Alloa two, Connor Salmon. We've got Salmon and Fish in the division now, don't, in, in Scotland, sorry, don't we? Hibs signed Fish. Yes, they did. What's his first name again? Will. That's right, I couldn't. Uh, Will Fish, that's right. What a name, man. I know, it's a cracker, isn't Will it? Will Fish. Yeah. Just Hibs. furious that Rod Petrie's no longer in charge, we could have had Rod Hooks Fish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's why you've got the gig you've got, Roger. Always thinking. What, Hugh Keevan's stunt double? Yeah. Aye. What sort of gig's that? <laughs> you did say stunt. <laughs> yeah, I did. It just shows you, though, that um, people. <laughs> listen to every detail and I, we should be honoured by it and I, I truly am we were talking earlier about Hugh Evans, and we said he was going to 
Naples, Florence and Rome And someone, Matthew, tweeted in and says Actually, Hugh said it was Venice, Florence and Rome You are right Sorry that I get Hugh Teevens' itinerary wrong That's why I told you Are we Venice, is he? Yeah. Or Venice Imagine him yeah. on the gondola Oh, old romantic I that he is but, uh, if, 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 I hope he doesn't fall I don't think he can swim hope he, he doesn't can. fall in He can't Nah, he yeah. can't To be fair to Hugh, he can't do much He can't swim, he can't drive can he see him running? Doesn't he like chocolate? Can he, doesn't, doesn't he like chocolate, chocolate? which is the weirdest thing. Um, doesn't he go for it? To normal people, that's not... Oh, hold on, Gordon DL. Crystal ah, Palace's goal yeah. has been removed. <laughs> hey, Newcastle's goal, sorry, has been removed. Uh, Stirling Albion, one Albion Rovers, one Charlie Riley uh, with the goal there. It's, all, it's kicking off a bit at Fur Park. There's a, Dundee United players aren't happy with some of the officiating. Neither Stevie Hamill, he's been booked. So it's... Um, yeah. That's it. He's officially a manager now. Once you get your first booking from a Premiership referee, you're in the club with the rest of them. Quite a mild mannered character. He's going to have to go some to match his predecessor. He was oh. booked every week. And do, do you know? Do you know? I was up at the the game for a short spell uh, Wednesday, and where? Well, this sounds like a lie. Where? No. The Motherwell game. No, no, and you'll know why I was there. You were up for a short spell. Yeah, I didn't stay for ninety. Um, Who and describes going to a game like that? And I noticed once again they've changed dugouts again. Have you noticed that? No, they've just gone back, back to the way to, they used to be. Yeah. yeah, but that's right then, isn't it? Well, I totally agree with it because Graham Alexander, we're talking about the bookings. And this is why I'm bringing up a really yeah. interesting conversation here. If you'd let me finish, uh, you moved the dugout. Not it didn't, but he actually moved the home team to the other dugout so he could put, get to the he's asked you to let him finish as well and oh. he can't even finish are you what are you trying to say uh, uh, what are you trying to say is that the big punchline <laughs> he moved to the dugout that was near assistant referee you okay so, is that what you did yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, right, okay. that is no. really interesting by, all, by all accounts by all accounts he moved so that he could get in that linesman's ear yeah did he so yeah. they say so, and Stevie Hamill being the nice lad he is decided to move back traditional where we always see the motherwell dugout on right. the left when you're sitting in my seat who was it that scuppered his move to Fur Park again back in the day who do we think it was who did they, say, they sign instead I, oh. I said it was Gagan but it's it wasn't not. you've got your timing off we no dis- it, was, we uh, it was Gordon Mayer no. Gordon Mayer was it? aye yeah. uh, and he ended up his nickname Knight <laughs> <laughs> imagine signing and by the way that's true he got tagged Nightmare um, but <laughs> It just doesn't I, seem true. I, I really hope he's not listening because he's actually a nice guy. Um, I just sort of made that up. Um, I, I could not believe Tommy McLean. The contract was there. I was ready to sign. In comes Gordon Mayer from Morton, of all places, right? Imagine taking somebody from Morton before me. Where, where think, did you come from? Uh, East Stirling, I right, think okay. it was at the time. Right, uh, <laughs> 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 no, I did uh, for three weeks, yeah. <laughs> what? Did you not know that? No. <laughs> did you? Did you <laughs> and he has a go at me right, for a couple of ropey performances in the Champions League. <laughs> Look, I was, I was going. Why through, did you play for Easton? Well, I, I, I was going through a sort of a sort of a changing period in my career, and I was taking a bit of time out. And I'd never played at Furs Park. I loved Fur Park, but I'd never played at Furs. And I decided one the closest day, you would get. I get the closest I get. I played a few games, and I get my big money move to Rafe Rovers. It, it's worth saying though. <laughs> In your defence, not yeah. that really we need to defend you. No. East Ireland were a first division oh, team at the time. Unbelievable. Oh, don't give us that. Honestly, it's just don't give it, Roger. Do not defend this guy. East Sterling's on your CV. Oh, 
I, I tell you, I was, I was sensational up front. I would have loved to have played against you, honestly. No, you wouldn't have. Made, I would have. I'd have destroyed you with no my chance. mobility. Yeah, honestly, you just ran about. Other players, you, you're lucky you played with good players. Other players <laughs> covered Sterling. you. You, you know what I mean? Sterling. I didn't really play for him. There's levels, I, I get, and look, you are way below me. Georgie, and that's Bess, a fact. Georgie plays played with Hibs. Like, come What's on! That, are you comparing <laughs> your stint well, to Sterling and Best and Hibs? Like Best, he's sitting there, and somebody turns. Oh, you never played with Hibs, right? You go there and you get you entertained. They knew it was a big money <laughs> move. Great Sterling entertain. <laughs> <laughs> Cove Rangers won Hamilton Aki's won Jamie Masson on 56 minutes wow. a triple change coming in for St Mirren Eamon Brophy Scott Tanzer Jay Henderson on <laughs> oh there we are I've been waiting for this I've been at ha- has this happened Roger Hanna Whoa. we discussed it last week Hearts have done it five subs one goal wow I think that it must be the first because who made four? Livy made four last week and we were saying does anyone ever do the five in one goal? Hearts have just done it. Forrest, Shankland, Haring. Oh no, David Friel, he's hooked me in. It's just five, it's three and two. Oh, oh come on, David Friel. The postman. I'm just blaming yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely, no, do you know what? It's, this shows you what a nice guy is. He's written apologies. It's probably my fault for not listening to the full message. But um, anyway, stand down. Three for Hearts, two for Livy. Talk it's a bit less exciting, isn't it? Yeah, talk about amateur football. Is he still playing? Who? Big no, 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 no retired. Retired retire last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. An emotional, big, big emotional yeah. Yeah. testimonial. And what is he? Big centre half. Imagine yeah. playing against him. <laughs> He's got a few nicknames on. I remember. With yeah, the, I've got posted, one for him. Somebody said to me, "You know, big Fudgy, Fudgy." Is that his nickname? Yeah, yeah he was known as a younger man. He was known as Fudgy. Well, can you explain? No. No, I actually can't explain that one. I can, can explain he? the posty because when he when he arrived at the Sun in a, a low cost Bosman move many years ago, and in his first day, he said to his colleagues, "Just call me the postman because I always deliver." <laughs> like Charlie Flynn style. And they, <laughs> they say first. <laughs> <laughs> they say that? Did he? He's, 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 he's disputing that. He says he's It's a blatant, a blatant lie. He says his colleagues have n- n- never forgiven him. <laughs> No, he says it's a blatant lie. Big fudge, yeah. Oh, he said uh, he's had a few good stories, uh, but oh, hold on. ridiculous. Tony Watt got sobbed, booed by the Motherwell fans. Did, was he having a wee pop at somebody in the dugout? Mate, like maybe I'm being unfair. I just picking up on mixed messages. Uh, maybe he was just frustrated at going off. So hope it's no burrows again. I remember that. Oh, that, was really, oh, yeah, that, that was great. Yeah, they like a little. Uh, Argument. Ah, maybe listen. Maybe I'm talking rubbish. Brentford three leads one. Ivan Tony hat trick. Remember there was a time when the Celtic fans would think yeah, about nah. what if. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he would still be very good, but they just don't need to uh, to worry about that quite as much. Airdrie nil. FC Edinburgh four. John Robertson. Right. Get your calls in. You can do it about the game earlier on. So let's hear from you. We'll do the managers first. Let's go. Happy home manager. Then sad away manager. Really proud of the group again. Uh, just uh, you know, considering yeah, you know, we know the occasion. We know, you know, it's a big game for our supporters, for our football club. Um, they're a very good team, so you know, we knew going into it, it was going to be a challenge. And uh, yeah, I thought the boys were outstanding from start to finish. Uh, you know, our football quality, our football was good, and we just worked our socks off. Mate, our pressing was outstanding. Disappointing for Kyogo because he's been brilliant so far, and I know he was looking forward to the game, but. <clears throat> That's why we did our business 
in this window to make sure we have a squad strong enough that you know last year uh, that, that may have cost us but this year um, you know we want all our good players available but we know that if we have to make a change and I thought Jacko um, was really good he caused them a lot of problems yeah he was great um, yeah, to be fair he's been great since we've signed him I mean I think he scored one of his first games in Europe um, <clears throat> he's just got a real you know, a real maturity in front of goal um, you know, he's got this knack of not just being in the right place but really being calm and, and putting the ball in the back of the net which is a, it's a hell of a commodity to have and um, you know he was outstanding today and you know, I know Liel will, will come in tomorrow for feedback and, and try and improve on, on, on his game. But, um, yeah, look, he, he was he was very good today. And he has been, as I said, since we saw him. Lots of praise, understandably, from Ange Postacoglu. What about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, though, speaking to Sky? Very, very disappointed um, with the result, uh, with the way we uh, conceded the goals. I think it was um, well a repeat of the last game we played in February. With um, quickly taken uh, a throw in and a free kick, uh, we knew that you know that's one of the strengths. And both times we weren't ready and conceded the goals, which you uh, know when you concede early goals like that, then um, yeah, you make them stronger and you make it more difficult for yourself. So disappointed with that, of course, disappointed with the result, and uh, you know I think uh, you know I think that's the that's the thing I feel now. We prepared uh, for these moments that they were uh, able to uh, to be dangerous, uh, and we weren't ready. So that's that's very disappointing because um, you know you want to give play a good game. Um, of course, you can always have goals against you, but not in this manner. I think that's not the way uh, we uh, we need to concede goals. It's very difficult for me to say what what uh, why we didn't. Uh, uh, because the, the most important thing, we weren't alert, and uh, that's why you uh, you gave two goals away and the fourth goal as well. So, you know, that's already three goals you could have uh, avoided, and uh, that that makes it easier for you to get a result. I think what might alarm some Rangers fans. I'm basing on this on the caller so far. He, he speaks about it, you know, being a copy of the game in February, Roger. To, to allow the copy, but maybe even a, f- a more severe version, well it was in scoreline terms, and, and again maybe performance um, how does that happen again? That's what they'll be asking. Yeah, absolutely um, I think I've said in the show before Rangers were spooked when they went to Celtic Park in February, and they get caught out by a rampant Celtic first half performance, <coughs> um, but today it didn't look as if they had learned anything from that from the first whistle today Celtic were sharper, Celtic's ball staff were sharper they were getting the balls on as soon as the balls went out of play. Rangers weren't responding. We spotted it in the studio within the first five or six minutes. And we said the Rangers defence didn't look comfortable, didn't look switch on, or to use Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's words there, didn't look alert. And they didn't wise up, they didn't sharpen up, they didn't improve in any facet of their game for the 90 minutes. In fact, they probably get worse gone. So this is now going to be a massive test of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's managerial skills. He managed to rally Rangers to a degree after the 3-0 in February. They didn't win the league, but it did get to a European final and they did win the Scottish Cup. Now is a big test. Goal flashes.
with Clyde-built home improvements. St Johnston 2, St Mirren 0 and it's Dre right with the goal. The battle of the Saints is going the way of the home side. A double their advantage, cut back by Montgomery and he's fired it high into the net to the keeper's left. And what a result that would be for Callum Davidson and for St Mirren. Just when you think you're building up a bit of form, it can be very quickly... Shoved back in your face Yeah, that'd be a, a great result for them You've got to think that Probably will be enough to see the game through One thing St Johnson have been decent over the years Is defending It's the goal scoring It's been a problem And if he's fixed that with a couple of signings Then it could be a decent season for St Johnson but We did say we're taking calls as the afternoon goes on St Mirren have just allowed Kieran Offord to go on loan to Alloa And he's scored to make it 3-1 at Clyde um, Paul is in Perth just how pleasing was today from a Celtic perspective, Paul? Oh, I, I, absolutely. I just, honestly, looking at the Celtic team today, the performance, um, absolutely phenomenal. Ange Postacoglu has made this team unbeatable. I could actually say, and I thought, I must admit, I came into the game, I thought Rangers could actually beat us today, coming on, to, especially with their performance in Europe. But do you know what? Celtic were unbeatable. Defeatable today. They were absolutely brilliant. Mark, you can people can debate all day long. You end up going round in circles. Is this Celtic team better than others, and so on and so forth? It's hard to remember though. A Celtic manager more universally popular amongst yeah. the supports. Look, obviously, when Brendan Rodgers is winning trebles, I'm not saying he had critics out there, but there is a proper loving with Ange Postecoglou. Celtic fans. Could not think higher of him. No, and and a more dominant figure at the club. You got to say because managers in recent years, I suppose, have always had the hierarchy above them that they've had fallen outs and arguments. You're not really hearing anything like that behind the scenes at Celtic at the minute. Ange Postecoglou seems to get what he wants, and he seems to get what he wants out the players, and that's incredibly difficult to get when you've got a huge squad that you have to try and keep happy I mean he rotates what was it nine of them on Wednesday night and still gets the same level of performance and the fans love him for it they love how much authority he's got his style of play um, you know his post-match pre-match and post-match press conferences he always seems to say the right things so I mean his stock is, is so so high just now the yeah, and you go, sorry, sorry Paul sorry. trying to come back in on you go Paul sorry, Paul. sorry. I was just going to actually say um, it's just the, the way he plays right because we know we're going to Europe. We're going to play against absolutely fabulous teams. Um, I know Rangers are going to play against other teams as well. But do you know what? I don't want them to change. Now, we might... We, the way he plays, every single time, he plays the way he wants Celtic to play. They are playing they are every single time. And do you know what? I want them to play that way, whether we get beat in Europe, every single time they do it. But he's actually put up levels. He is absolutely fantastic. And the Celtic players are playing for him. Because he's a man that they want to play for. You can argue about the uh, the different teams, Brendan Rodgers. You can't take anything away from what he achieved. It's the style of football. It's the pace. It's uh, the energy. It's the way they get that ball back into the pitch. Brendan Rodgers was more a, we'll keep control of the ball. I'm quite happy to play 20, 30 passes around the back, open teams up. I just look at Postacoglu who thinks, get the ball from wherever it is, into the back of the net as quick as you possibly can. And these players respond. The minute they lose the ball, get that ball back as quick as you possibly can so we can get possession of it. And they go and they go and they go. Can they, look, there was a, a spell in the game in the first half where Rangers looked like they were coming back in a little bit, getting a bit of uh, passing going. 
Celtic were just taking that breather because it's very difficult to play at that tempo and that pace for 90 plus minutes but I thought they were absolutely brilliant today I really did I think you'll get your way come Tuesday night Paul I think Ange Postacoglu will play that way against Real Madrid it will not phase him that it's the reigning European champions with Benzema and Modric and Cruz all coming that won't bother him he will play the only way that he knows how to play he'll make the same demands of his players and you know you look at 16 players involved for Celtic today they start 11 and 5 subs 13 of them were Postacoglu signings Dundee 3 Queen's Park nil. Zach Rudden on 70 minutes turning into a really impressive day that um, Paul anyone you want I mean I know Abada scored twice anyone you want to single out for praise well do you know what no I just uh, the way the Celtic uh, just, the team are absolutely brilliant I know uh, Morelos uh, of course we always give him grief when he comes on saying he's overweight blah 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 Great player, but um, I don't know if he's actually—is he finished with Rangers or? I like the way Paul put that. Give him grief, saying you know he's, the thought that he would run on and Celtic fans would politely say, "Alfredo, you're overweight." I think it's probably <laughs> described in a slightly di- a different way, such as football fans do. Um, I don't know. I mean, Paul's a Celtic <clears> fan. He wants to know is Alfredo Morelos done at Rangers? Yeah, I have to assume not. Mark transfer window yeah. shut. Manager says uh, he's back in the plans. Yeah, well, you got to assume not. I mean, last week, a, a week's a long time in football. I thought he was. I thought Rangers would try and build his character back up to punt him at the last minute. But obviously, you need offers before you can shift them on. And I don't know if Rangers got any offers. So Van Bronkers just has to go with it and if he's got them in the squad may as well use them thank you Paul keep the calls coming in because if we don't get to you now we will do it on the open line between 5 and 6 so pick up the phone and let us know what you took away from today's game on 01419511025 uh, read the Who Am I teaser we've got them this week Roger some people have got it right but I can tell by the number of wrong answers that this is a good level of difficulty. Just before I do, Airdrieonians nil, FC Edinburgh 5, Ryan Shanley. Are you worried, Gordon, that there might be a groundswell of popular support for this pair to go back to Airdrie? Mm. Uh, No, Mm. no, not at all. Me neither. Second half teaser, who am I? I have played alongside Adam Lallana, Stephen Thompson and Chris Iwalumo. And I've been managed by Stuart Pearce and Mark Warburton. I've signed permanently or on loan for 11 different clubs, including in Scotland and on another continent. I also have caps for my national team. Who am I? Tomato Ross says, is it Scott McDonald? No. David says, is it Clint Hill? It is not. Peter Gray says, is it Chris Burke? No. And Barry says, is it Joey Barton? It is not. And neither is it any of the guesses from my two esteemed colleagues. Hard on that. Only two people have got this right, so there is still a place on the podium. Give us that question one more time, and I'll maybe give you a slight clue then to try and get a third person on the podium. I have played alongside Adam Lallana, Stephen Thompson, and Chris Iwalumo. And I've been managed by Stuart Pearce and Mark Warburton. I've signed permanently or on loan for 11 different clubs, including in Scotland and on another continent. I also have caps for my national team. Who am I? Okay, my not-so-cryptic clue. (laughs) Never hope of... You know the answer. I know the answer, and I know what you're about to say. And is it, am I right? I'm about to check. I think he played with you, Mark Wilson. Oh, wow. That doesn't say much, because you've played with everyone, but... 
think he played with you. I okay. Think, I think I've got an idea. So if you're listening out there, you, if there are any Mark Wilson experts out there, almost said that with a straight I think, face. I think it's the loans that's gave it for me. I think he used to play with Mark Wilson. Please tell me I'm right because I'm going to have to take that back. Um, right, Craig Gordon saved from Guthrie's back heel. Cheeky effort, but saved. Still 1-0 Livy. Uh, Rolando Ahrens is on for Motherwell. So is Stuart McKinstry. And off goes Tierney and Efford. Motherwell have definitely had the best of this game, but it's anyone's it's goalless with 15 to go. I think he's. I think he might have it. Go on then, write it down. He has. You've never even heard of that guy, so someone's texted you that. Is that right? I tell you, that's correct. I, the minute you that's see, I was eleven loans, and I'll tell you, you positions. Mean eleven loans. And and did, did, did he play with you? <laughs> he certainly did. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. let's in if you don't think I've heard him. Wait, wait there on a minute. What's his first name again? Right, his, his first, first name? name. Right, his first name. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I don't even know what that says, but is that an S? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> you're, you're an absolute chancer. Someone's obviously texted you. I just want you look at my phone. You don't even know the guy's first name. <laughs> I can't remember his first name. <laughs> Caught out again. Every <laughs> Caught out. Oh, my God. What am I doing? There you go, aren't it? I think so. Uh, I what do you mean you think well, so? You played with him? I don't know. You're writing. You're right, writing. You it anyway. Sorry, sorry yes. Gordon. Yeah, go on then. Right. Did you hear Thursday night speak the pundit? It was one of my favourite no. ever. I reeled him in so badly. So uh. he, he probably had to be there. But he, we were going through them and he said, Yeah, Gordon, you got this one right, you got this one right. And we said, And then the question five, Gordon got it right and the contestant didn't. And he's gone, Yes, tiebreaker, come on. <laughs> Except he got one more question than oh, you and he got oh, it no. oh, magnificent. Oh, and that was you beat, was yep. it? Right. Well, if he get one more question then uh, he got six it. Five, I, I six five, five. One was it a Sherlock. six five or a five four, something five, like that? Four. You were yeah. Oh, it was good fun. I, I tell you we beat me the first one, the January one with Rangers. Oh, night. you're right. That was right. one of his classics. Name any player Rangers signed on the last day of the January window and he said Matondo. <laughs> oh, was that was a bad one Ramsey as well Did you got that? Mm-hmm. Morton nil Air 2 Mark McKenzie On 74 minutes Going well Roger They are Going well They'll stay top Of the championship table tonight Fantastic start for Lee Bullen And the players uh, Tanzers hit the bar With a header Ayunga hits the boat Post with the rebound So St Mirren trying uh, To get back into it But 2-0 down against St Johnston 1-0 Hibs against 10-man Killy Levy one hearts nil and goalless Ross County Aberdeen and Motherwell Dundee United Motherwell have missed a penalty they've hit the bar they've had another sitter saved um, but still nothing doing there Chelsea one West Ham one the scoreline that's coming in if that means anything to you point to the, the Dundee United Motherwell score I mean it's just funny how football works in a week you lose your manager then you get a positive result mm-hmm. midweek and then did I read that Ashgar is, is Adam Ashgar Adam is Ashgar is gone, leaving yeah. that's an interesting one eh? I think you know what you to know be fair I think there's, all, there's always going to be question marks over him remaining yeah, and his dad's there so I could see where they were going with that but it's an interesting period for United I mean it's an attractive job and an attractive I mean squad. you are a Dundee United legend and yeah, you're, you're yeah, on holiday yeah. how was it when the when the news reached the Kaluna Beach Club Honestly, right? Mm-hmm. This is honest truth. Somebody came and told me it was 9 0 
and I thought they are joking or I've just said you weren't even watching the game no that was, that was Monday morning down at the beach I was the doing beach. my research aye so yeah, Monday morning on the beach somebody yeah, come I watched say, the start of it and I got face. two and then nine I thought that can't be right that cannot be right and then obviously as soon as you hear nine you start to think about Jack Ross and think and where were you were you on the lazy river when you found out that he had been <laughs> sacked they were, they were still trying to get him off the horse from the jousting the night before <laughs> What did you make of the decision oh. to um, remove him? I didn't think it was the right decision. No? No. No. No, I don't. I, 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 Not to say you're wrong, but I think you're one of the first to say that on the show. Yeah. 9-0, nine, nine he's going through a hard time, right? There's there's no doubt about that, but what they got getting the job? 70-odd days in the job? Yeah. I think it's a dangerous... Seven games, four I, bad games, if you like. I, I mean, forget about being... Involved in football, if that's the longevity, if you're going into a job, taking the United job and say, if I have a bad four games here, I'm at a job. I mean, how do how do you attract young coaches into the game? Four games, it's a manner, it's a many goals. Yeah, bad four Uh, games is maybe two nil, three nil defeats. Yeah, and then you you lose three at home to St Mirren. Yeah. Um, you lose seven away from home. Okay, that that was a very difficult game against AZ. Right. So take take those Just, yeah. take those games. Celtic and AZ. Right. Dundee United four and Europe. Hearts. Yeah. Hearts. Four hearts. hearts. Hearts can take four off anybody in the league. Three out with Celtic three Rangers. Home to St. Mirren. That was a poor one. I'll give you that. Right. Mm. And and Levy, I suppose. So at home to St. Mirren and at home to Levy, of course, exceptionally poor. Nine obviously raises eyebrows. We've seen it in England. I just think it's... Here's a nonsense hypothetical for the afternoon. Budget gap massive, obviously. Celtic done the United 9. What's the equivalent for Rangers to lose to Celtic? What's as bad? Well, it's never going to be 9, right? But we're talking budget-wise and all the rest of it. What's the equivalent? 5 or a 6? Don't think we were far away this afternoon. Well, in the last few years, I've seen a 5 and a 6. It was a 6-2 game. Uh, Martin O'Neill versus Dick Advocat. It was a 5-1 game... Dr Joe and Lubo Maravchik had had their day there's been a couple of fives in more recent times under Brendan Rodgers so that you know a four today isn't up there but Mm. uh, uh, the first questions are being asked about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst we've heard it from Rangers callers this afternoon and they will be anxious about the the run of games see the only thing that would concern me I'm not saying about the man because up until half past 12 today the manager was the best thing since sliced bread and about for Rangers fans the thing that would concern me and I keep asking a question he came out when they lost 3-0 and got battered at Celtic Park and said we turned up at Celtic Park not ready for this game it was the exact same today for me that would concern me when he says they prepared for it this time is that, is not going as far as saying throwing the players under the bus, but is that him, you know, it's not like this should have come as a surprise I, they didn't carry out their jobs? I would, be, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I think it's quite right to come out and say that because I would be astonished and so would anybody else in, involved in football that if they did not sit down and highlight the fact the way Celtic play, especially at Celtic Park, you would have had them out in training You'd have been working on ball boys throwing the ball in and getting into positions as quickly as possible. They looked like they hadn't worked in that at all. It's a low moment at training, Mark, when you're asked to play the part of a ball boy. Yeah, by the way, the opposition. I wasn't far off it on my Tony Mowbray days. By the way, I'm not even joking. I remember I was put there yeah, having a practice match. I was just come back from injury, but I was fat enough to join in the boxes and things and train and play. And uh, Mark Venus went in at left back and I had to sit inside. <laughs> 
<laughs> I swear to God. I swear. I swear in the kids' life. I'm, I'm sitting watching Martin Venus. <laughs> Have you ever come across Martin Venus? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, he was yeah. a fine, all right guy, but he was always, he would get the ball in training and what passes in with his left foot. Say, oh, I've got the best left foot. I've got the best left foot at this club. Look at this pass. And you'd be going, I, I can't even get in a game here because the assistant manager's taking my place. The only thing the only thing that's ever happened to me was when I was at Rangers, I was that far out of the picture, I refereed the practice match. You'd be a terrible ref. Oh, I was te- I, I'll tell you what, it was terrifying because you know the characters there, and especially guys like Cooper. And see if you gave a foul against them or, or gave them the wrong decision, you got absolutely That's torn why you apart. Defend the old refs now. Yeah, I've been there. I've stood in their shoes. Mort- I've had to make big decisions. Morton won air two, so a bit of life left in that one. Robbie Muirhead with it. Hmm. Um, You'd be pleased to see Tony Mowbray back in work. Yeah, Sunderland he, job this week listen, He's never far He's never often out of work Is he Tony he just Great start Monday night football Against his old club Middlesbrough The derby up there mm. Don't know if he's used up All his goal scoring touch Because he's had a great start To the season But Kevin Van Veen Possibly should have Four this afternoon And he's missed again uh, Good block though To be fair as well Dundee United But Kevin Van Veen It might just be One of those days Remember he has missed From the penalty spot as well Goal he saved it So Maybe one of those days, Gordon. I, w- I wouldn't mind those days, Gordon. I know it's frustrating. I know that he'll be disappointed. But I keep saying, it, as a striker, if you go in the dressing room, you sit down after a game and think, I should have probably scored four today. I would rather much have that than thinking, Didn't get a sniff. I've not had a sniff at goals. I don't even look like I'm going to score a goal. So, um, yeah, I would take more positives out of that mm. than I would negatives. Right. But I'm very positive. Elgin 2, Bonnie Rig Rose 0, Kane Hester with the goal. Uh, Halliday's gone off. Oh, hold on a minute. He'll be, he'll be hitting a badge. Giving the waves. Yeah. Ewan Henderson on. Um, yeah, Van Veen, the last big chance uh, that we were just discussing I, I for Motherwell. Kev, Kevin Van Veen's going to miss, have to miss another couple before he's even in the argument for Howler of the Weekend. Yeah, mm, I can yeah. see where that's potentially uh, heading. Sorry for listening, John. Um, how's that teaser looking Roger let's try and do some more wrong answers I gave out the clue to try and help more of you along yes. and it's worked to a point he's a former teammate of Mark Wilson's and we've got sorry penalty St Johnson chance to go three up oh. against St Mirren on you go second half teaser who am I I have played with Adam Lalana, Stephen Thompson and Chris Iwilomo I've been managed by Stuart Pearce and Mark Warburton I've signed permanently or on loan for 11 different clubs including in Scotland and on another continent I also have caps from a national team and I played with Mark Wilson. Who am I? Stephen Roy says Nigel Quasi. No. Andrew and others say Craig Bellamy. No. Stephen Carden believes it's Stevie Archibald. It is not. Alexander Ferguson thinks it's Charlie Adam. No, no. Butchie thinks it's Kyle Lafferty. No. JB thinks it's Emerson Hindman. I'm afraid not. Football guru Jason Cummings. No. But it is doable. Because the man who texted Daz with the answer has done it. <laughs> There's absolutely no credit in he this show. He is a fo- let's crank it up again. He's a former teammate of Mark Wilson's, yeah. and that international team he played for was Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Change from Motherwell. Connor Shields went on for Blair Spittle, and we've got one of these goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Celtic might have put an early claim but result of the weekend contender St Johnston 3 St Mirren 0 it's Graham Carey with the penalty he's got great technique we saw the way he took the goal at Tynecastle last week he's put a penalty into the top corner 
And St Johnston 3, St Mirren now Put down his free kick technique to watching Shinsuke Nakamura in training at Celtic when he was a young man I'm not sure who he puts his penalty technique down to But it seems effective enough And that will be the, the points won for Callum Davidson Great result that, Gordon Brilliant, absolutely brilliant Do you know, I had a little sneaky for them today uh, Nicky Clapp's a good signer um, he knows where the back of goal is. He works very hard, Nicky. I think he's a decent signing for St Johnson. They just needed something going to get their, their season up and running. That will do their confidence brilliantly. I just think that's a terrific result. Yes, Celtic were brilliant, but outside that, so far, result of the day, the three o'clock matches. Surprised there's nothing more at Easter Road, you know. Comanlik down to 10 men from the 10th minute. Ash Taylor sent off. Joe Newell scored. From the resulting free kick, you would have thought Hibs might have done more, might have put this game to bed by now. Yeah, I think they've again. I think they've been poor this season. Hibs, I just don't think they've got enough cutting edge up front. Even though they've got the players in the pace, so against Rangers in the second half, they just seem to lack a bit of quality in that final third. But hang on, it's it's a decent three points yeah. for them. Steve Cowan's been very quiet up the back of that main stand at Easter Road. It's not like him does. No, no, he's, uh, sometimes we you can, can hear Steve Result um, of the day, though, maybe down the leagues Airdrie nil FC Edinburgh 6 We could be back We could be back It's the new signing, James Cragen But they're doing 10 men, Airdrie, is that Yeah, it? from earlier yeah. Yeah. Cracker and Cove Cove Rangers 2, Hamilton Ackies 2 Leighton McIntosh on 84 minutes Will there be a winner in that one? We'll find out soon Thought that'd be an interesting experiment this year Cove Rangers was excited to see how they'd do in that league but obviously Paul moving on and Jim's a Jim's a very good manager very good coach Jim McIntyre but totally different style and they look like they're struggling a wee bit this term step up level I haven't now. spotted the Hartley Hartlepool score yet today is he struggling was he struggling Roger yeah, early on yeah, yeah they were finding that a bit difficult but they're 1-0 up at Colchester I've just spotted there this could be the, the day it turns round for them point. I hope so Paul's a good coach that's a long run Hartlepool to Colchester I wouldn't even know where oh, I'm, I'm quite good geography wise that's but a long you th- I must you, admit you, not you, for me I you don't, think no Dave idea. Galloway's got a long run today at least he's got a wimpy at the end of it <laughs> I was looking to see if it was one of the Scottish contingent that have scored but it's actually Wes McDonald whoever he may be uh, are both nil Partick Thistle one remember our both have been down to ten men Scott Allen sent off a while ago Anton Dowds has scored for Who of course Thistle. was a key man for a growth <laughs> in the first say, half yeah. of last season Scored goals to get him right up there Was recalled by Falkirk for the second half of the season Down into League One Then signed in a pre-contract by Ian McCauley Struggled actually at the start to get into the Thistle team Brian Graham, Mark's friend, was, was doing so well Scoring the goals But he, I don't know whether he started today or is off the bench But it looks as if he's got the winner We've got an update uh, from Dingwall Miovsky, close range header saved. Don't know if we're getting that one heading for a stalemate as well. I, same th- as I for think Mark. Malky will take that today. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, you know, they need to start getting points, obviously, sitting down there, second bottom. Dundee United, Motherwell, that looks like it's got to be points shared as well. St Johnston's big winners today. Got to say that. The argument with, with Malky McKay is always going to be about last season and how poorly they started and then look where they finished. But I don't think he'll be saying that to his players in the dressing room. I think managers always want to get off to a, a fast start pretty quickly. Much like your old manager, Graham Alexander, if you're going to tail off, then tail off in January. Um, 
there's just no way to leave it too long there's a few players back today Malky didn't they? they they looked a bit stronger you know the, those suspensions they'd had last weekend caused them problems with injuries as well so he's, he's beginning to get the team together that, he, that he's looking to, to play every week I just think every team outside the top two will have a run of yeah. good good do good weeks and then well, Livy are, are comfortable and it looked like you know Hearts everyone's saying they're going to be really comfortably the, the third best team in the country um, looks but like then they've been hit by injuries Gordon well, majorly you know they've got a big schedule coming up six conference league games thrown in before the you know the, the second week in November that, that will test Robbie Nielsen's squad and he didn't get the business done on transfer deadline day that he was hoping to yeah, one new signing when I think fans thought they've added Xander Clark to be fair thereafter but it was a, he's a backup goalkeeper, isn't he? Um, Roger, let's finish this off then, see if we got a full podium in the end. The second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Adam Lalana, Stephen Thompson, and Chris Iwalumo. I've been managed by Stuart Pearce and Mark Warburton. I've signed permanently or on loan for 11 different clubs, including in Scotland and on another continent. I also have capped for my national team and I played alongside Mark Wilson. Who am I? I am Danny Fox. Danny Fox, well done if you got that right. Some of you did in the end, but it took a while. I think it was a good level. Mikko in third place, Dylan Pat in second and Alan Baker the winner of the second half teaser and this is a big goal we've got right at the death Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Ross County nil, Aberdeen 1 it's Duke from close range imagine that would be the winner a big away support up in Dingwall they will be going wild because Duke has made it 1-0 to Aberdeen an acrobatic effort from close range what result that is for Jim Goodwin's men always good when you nick one in the last couple of minutes and this shows you how late it is because it's full time at Fir Park Gabriel yes it is Motherwell nil Dundee United nil a stalemate but Kevin Van Veen could and should have had four goals this afternoon the Steelman started the game on the front foot they nearly got in behind a few times after balls over the top they had several blocked shots as well and McGinn then cut in from the right hand side his effort was cleared offline by Ryan Edwards it came back to Goss who shot Edwards came out to block it and referee Craig Napier deemed it to have ju- uh, hit him on the army point to the spot Edwards and United were incensed but they felt they got their justice when the penalty from Van Veen was saved it was struck well but at a nice height to Ericsson's right hand side good strong save Kevin Van Veen then had his second golden opportunity of the game a header right in the middle of his forehead but right in the middle of Ericsson's chest as well uh, Tierney slipped him through just before half time a great run from Van Veen whose movement was great all day he took his touch, he looked ready to burst the net, but he smashed the bar, so it was level at the interval. The start of the second half was fiery. The crowd and the host not happy with several refereeing decisions. Uh, there was a, f- a few good balls across the face uh, from the left-hand side from Motherwell, uh, Penny and McKinstry, whipping it across, but no takers. Then came another chance for Van Veen. An amazing defensive block, though, it must be said, from Edwards again and Liam Smith. And McKinstry took a shot. It was, it was clearly a shot, but Van Veen managed to kill it dead control. He turned, spun, but he couldn't get it past the United defence. Really had to score. It was a heroic block, though. Uh, from Dundee United going forward, there was a couple of headers from Fletcher in the first half. Uh, then a shot that he chested down in the second half. 
and they threaten right at the end. Mulgrew had a free kick, he fired over. Tony Watt booed as ever here at Fir Park. But that was it. Very little going forward. But United did defend their own box very well and they will be very happy with the point. And Mullerwell, just a poor final pass or wasteful finishing is what cost them today. So United do double their points tally. They're now on two points, but they're still bottom. Mullerwell stay fifth. Full time here at Fair Park. Motherwell nil, Dundee United nil. Not the worst nil-nil by all accounts. Motherwell should have converted one of those chances, but a point apiece. What about McDermott Park, Fraser? Yeah, St Johnson 3, St Mirren nil. The St Johnson players are leaving to a standing ovation from their supporters and thoroughly deserved victory for them. They're often criticised for their scoring, so Callum Davis will be absolutely delighted as new signing Nicky Clark got off the mark in the first half. Followed two more in the second from Dre Wright and a Graham Carey penalty late on. The real highlight of the first 45 came with that goal from Clark in 26 minutes. Wright with a deep cross to the back post. Really good header back across the face of goal by Stevie May and clever by Clark. He waited for the ball as defenders missed it and chest and volleyed outside of his right foot high into the net. Hope for much better in the second half and it was. It was a really good game in the second half. Sitman started well. Plenty of the ball. Can't to Johnson's half but still no cutting edge and a triple change on 59 by Stephen Robinson. Brophy Henderson and Tanz are on and Henderson immediately almost had an impact but he tested Matthews from distance but it was straight at the goalkeeper then. Sitman Johnson skipper Melka Helberg came close to increasing the lead with a bending left foot shot from 20 yards just over with Trevor Carson scrambling across his goal. But the second goal did come in 66 minutes down to really good work on the left hand side by on loan Celt Adam Montgomery he got to the byline and rather just whipping the ball and he took his time jinked past Fraser and cut the ball back to Dre Wright who stands round about the penalty spot and he fired high into the roof of the net with his right foot Simon responded quite well sees the corners came to nothing really good defending by St Johnson under pressure then Declan Gallagher missed a good chance he snatched it he shot in the box and the ball trickled wide and then the closest Simon came was a Scott Tanzer header from the back post it hit the bar and his keeper watching the ball it fell to a younger who then hit the post with the rebound they should have done better it was all over 85 minutes but really quick thinking by keeper Remy Matthews he grabbed a cross and a really good driven kick set McLaren running in and goal Marcus Fraser tried to come across McLaren flicked inside him and Fraser just brought him down definite penalty and a really good spot kick by Graham Carey he fired the ball high into the keeper's top left hand corner so it means when winning run comes to an end but they really didn't look like scoring it's the Perth Saints fans who go home with a smile on their face full time at Medemid Park St Johnson 3 St Murn 0 finished at the Tony Macaroni Arena David Friel full time Gordon Livingston 1 Hearts 0 and Christian Montano was a goal hero as Livingston got the first win over Hearts in almost 4 years David Martindale serving a 3 game losing run coming into this one but they deserved the win against the Hearts side who have now lost 5 of the last 6 games and only managed 1 shot in target all afternoon Hearts in saying that actually started better Stephen Humphreys fired over the bar early on and George Grant should have done better after Barry Mackay played him in Livy settled into the game they grabbed a simple opening on 28 minutes Christian Montano was unmarked as Jason Holt launched a free kick into the box big left back took a touch and then fired past Craig Gordon Hearts were playing with for offside but replays appear to suggest he was onside Esmail Gincalvey should have made it 2-0 before the break but he sent a shot wide from close range at that stage he expected a big heart streak back in the second half but it didn't really materialise until late on Levy always looked more likely to add to lead sub Curtis Guthrie was unlucky with a cheeky back heel Ted Gordon saved that effort and then tipped Scotland's, Scott Pittman's shot over the bar Hearts threw on Lauren Shankland he had a shot blocked late on but Livy did hold on for Hearts it's more problems ahead of the Europa League conference starting this week but for Livy it's the first winning three full time Livingston won Hearts nil uh, I don't think we're finished yet are we in any of the other games uh, producer Callum I'm not sure we've had the nod to go to any of the other guys yet uh, yeah we have Fraser Wisher waiting patiently 
Oh, I've been there already. Never mind. Ignore me. It's been a long day. It's Dave Galloway we're waiting on. Played three uh, additional minutes in that game already, so we must be nearly, uh, nearly done in that one. We'll get Hibbs from uh, Kilmarnock from Steve Cowan in the not too distant future as well. Uh, this would be a good time to remind you just to get the calls in. It's almost the open line time, and of course there will be. The small matter of Celtic 4 Rangers nil to pick our way through further. So get those calls in and uh, we will do our best to get you on on 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. We'll hear more from the managers, but most importantly of all, we will hear from you. What a result we've got for St Johnston. What a result for Livingston as well, though, you have to say. Yeah, absolutely terrific. And, you know, I was actually quite surprised at that statistic David read out. Hearts lost five of their last six games, the two European games to Zurich, eliminated from the League Cup by Kilmarnock in midway. Oh, hold on a minute, Roger Hanna. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Five to five, and Ross County have scored the latest. Of equalisers Scrambled in by Accio And just when that big Aberdeen travelling support Thought they were heading home With all three points It was a long throw into the box It eventually fell Accio's way And it looks like it will be A share of the spoils Wow Well Dave Galloway had to wait For 88 minutes For his first goal I think he would have been right To consider Duke's effort After 88 minutes Was going to be the one That took the three points Mm. Back along the road For Jim Goodwin and Aberdeen But the very last, I'd imagine it would be the very last kick of the game William Accio He's had injury problems since he's been at the club in the summer And we're just mentioning You know, Malky getting players back Closer to the side that he wants to put out Look as if they've got a point Full time, 95th minute, Dave Galloway yeah, Ross County won Aberdeen won Aberdeen started on the front foot cheered on by a, a big uh, away support Hayes fired in a 30 yard drive which Laidlaw parried to safety Clarkson's clever through ball sent Bissowin scampering down the right he cut in and Laidlaw did well to turn the effort behind at his near post McCrory passed up a decent chance for the visitors heading over from about 6 yards following a corner County threatened with uh, Purrington's driven ball in from the left but White could only send it wide. Aberdeen were the more dangerous team in that first half without doubt, but they couldn't make it count. Ross County made a brighter start to the second half. Baldwin's long throw led to Akio having a shot block, but despite some decent play from both sides, neither was creating much in the final third. Both did start to create chances as the second half wore on. Uh, for Aberdeen, Mayovsky's close-range header was uh, simply saved by Laidlaw, and for Ross County, Cal- low drive wasn't far wide then Kennedy just on for the visitors saw his well struck effort turned behind by Laidlaw good save that then on 88 minutes the Dons grabbed what they thought was a late winner some really nice build up play from Kennedy and Hayes and Lopez showed uh, excellent uh, technique to adjust his body and hook the ball in from close range and then in the 5th minute of uh, stoppage time it was another long throw that did the damage Nobody picked up a keel at the back post in a crowded penalty box and he gleefully slotted the ball home. So, not a brilliant game, but certainly a brilliant finish. Ross County won, Aberdeen won. Wow, what an outcome to that one in Dingwall. What about Easter Road then? Hibs against Kilmarnock. Steve Cowan? It finished here at Easter Road. Hibs won, Kilmarnock nil, And the real controversy started in 11 minutes when Martin Boyce threw in goal, brought down by Ash Taylor, claims for a penalty. John Beaton, I thought, should have given a penalty, but didn't. But he sent Ash Taylor off, straight red card. 
and then the free kick by Joe Newell then he's had one shot at the wall it's came back and then he's had a real rose cutter right into the bottom of the net to give Hibs the lead through the second half Kenna had a chance and there was another double chance for Boyle but no goals to add to the, the one that Joe Newell scored in the first half into the second half it was really all Hibs come on look down to 10 men couldn't get anything going forward there was good chances for New and McCurdy Ryan Porteous had a header that was tipped over the bar again McCurdy again from 12 yards was unlucky and then right at the end Kenny was through and goal one and one with Sam Walker could have finished it off but a really poor finish allowed the goalkeeper to say so good three points for Hibs thoroughly deserved it finished Hibs one come on look nil what a day it's been It all started in the east end of Glasgow With a 4-0 win for Celtic against Rangers We then had one of the result, other results of the day St Johnson beating St Mirren 3-0 And Livy Hearts uh, The home side winning 1-0 Late drama uh, in Dingwall uh, Early sending off for Kelly giving, Helping give Hibs 3 points Motherwell unable to make their dominance count Now it's over to you Come on, you should not need any encouragement On a day like this Celtic 4, Rangers 0 what did you make of it? 0141 951 1025